0: For all the expensive sets, CGI trees, ravishing worlds, and endless countries, this show is like being in a history class. My history class Uh, didn't have
1: CGI trees. It's it's (laughs) Tolkien, and okay, yeah, he clearly doesn't understand that practical effects exist.
0: What we need is emotion, characters interacting and developing a story, what we got is actors reciting things about what they are about to do or what they should do, and it's absolutely boring. Okay. <laughs> it's also plastic and lush and glowing, I feel like I'm watching an advert for Shire Airlines.
1: Is he familiar <laughs> with Lord of the Rings? Is Shire
2: Airlines a real airline? It, it could be. be.
0: <laughs> By sniffing around all the leftover pages of Tolkien's work and focusing only on world building, the showrunners forgot the essential. So we're just left with the most expensive Enya music video ever. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That is a one-star review (laughs) from IMDb. (laughs) Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. This is Spoilers Intended, a podcast about series and films. I'm Stephen, joined as always by Andrew. Hello, and over there is Ryan. I'm here with Galadriel in Numenor.
1: <laughs> I tried. I I couldn't remember the uh, the Elven greeting. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. It uh, does exist. What's uh, up, dog? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, how you been? <laughs> so, in case it's been a hundred years, Stephen. A uh, hundred years. years. <laughs> That's nothing. <laughs> I <I'm> know. <an elf. laughs>
0: So in case it isn't obvious, we are here to talk about Rings of Power Season 1.
1: It's actually Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power.
0: I'm not going that far. Rings of (laughs) Power Season 1. That's nice. That's good for them. (laughs) And we could just be like, Amazon Primes, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power (laughs) Season 1. funded (laughs) Rings of Power. Uh, The funding is going to lead to some entertaining numbers. Questions, yeah. But before we get into all of that, we figured since this is a chance an opportunity i know for many out there lord of the rings on the big screen was someone's some people's first introduction to fantasy right mm-hmm. and this also could be someone's first introduction to fantasy so i thought it would be interesting for us to talk about our first introductions to fantasy
1: how we got started
0: yeah how what what was our what was our exposure what what led you down this path and i really want to hear andrew first because there have been many times when he has told me he does not care about people with swords and shields. I don't, I don't
1: <laughs> like swords and boards. I'm doesn't not a big like medieval dragons. medieval fan. Uh, well, hold on. Wait a second. I like dragons. He doesn't
0: like dragons.
1: <laughs> He's not a Durglin fan. He,
0: he doesn't yeah. like dungeons and dragons, and 50% of that is dragons. So,
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, oddly enough, my – okay. I don't – I like fantasy. Uh-huh. I just don't like sword and board fantasy like Game of Thrones. Okay. Basically. So I don't what, like, like fan- medieval. Fantasy do so when you, you say like.
2: sword and board, what does board stand for? What Shield. is that? Shield.
1: Shields. okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I um, thought you no, meant like you're bored. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you could, a, you could go that way.
2: What a burn. I've never heard that. Sword and board. <laughs>
1: uh, Snooze that. <fest. laughs> so I, honestly, so my first experience into the fantasy realm – was just uh, – was really The Hobbit, so Lord of the Rings, Tolkien. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the book. Yeah, the book. Okay. The book, okay. Yeah, not, not The Hobbit. I films. was
0: concerned. I was like, how so, did you skip the other? <laughs> <laughs>
1: what age are we talking? Oh, I was – I think I was probably like six or seven, okay. I think.
2: Like your parents read it to yeah. you? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, and so they my, – my dad read it to me initially, and mm-hmm. then uh, I liked the story so much that I, I basically, you know, read it again. Yeah. And then throughout – High school, I you know I read through the Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did read the Silmarillion once, uh, but you know, again, it's a history book. It's kind of hard to really like get into. It's like going story-wise. in
0: and finding. Uh, I always mess this up. If it's numbers or Deuteronomy in the Bible, where it's just lineages. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So something I've heard people say. Again, I've never read any of the books or the Silmarillion. Is it like read the books and just have the Silmarillion nearby? Yeah, and you it's can like, like look up back. stuff that you're curious about as yeah. you go instead of like trying to read it like. Um, yeah. board, cover it's, to cover. it's
0: definitely not a novel. It is absolutely a work of historical fiction in, in that sense where it's just like, this is the history of your world. Yeah. yeah. So,
1: uh, you know, like, so kind of that being my start, I don't really consider like a lot of other, uh, just because you're kind of like reading the grandfather of all fantasy. Right. At I mean, this, this
0: point. This is, it's why every fantasy has elves. They have dwarves. They yeah, have, yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, because Tolkien kind of set the standard for this stuff. And, At least
0: within Western y- Yeah, fantasy. correct.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And with that, uh, you know, you had this um, – I really like just kind of the general like – it's a very idealized version of what like uh, fantasy and I'll say medieval style yeah. um, dragons and stuff would be where you don't get into the nitty-gritty of, like, how do these people go to the bathroom? Or we we don't need to know that. Like, it's just... Yeah,
2: they just don't. Yeah. Yeah. You think <laughs> elves poop? No. Yeah, but <laughs> Look yeah, at them. Come on.
1: It's just one of those, those kind of stories and fantasy realms that just kind of exist in this pristine <laughs> vision of what you want fantasy to be, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, and then on top of that, so, like... Yeah, you know, I read those while I was growing up and everything, but my uncle was also a very big fantasy fan. He loved, mm-hmm. uh, he loved Lord of the Rings. He loved Dungeons and Dragons. He actually did some very cool artwork for Dungeons and Dragons, official.
0: Can uh, confirm. Back, it's very really cool. Yeah, yes, back it is very cool. Back in the
1: early 80s, before it was like really big and hot in popular culture.
0: It was it was what Stranger Things was representing, not the revolution that Stranger Things yeah. has caused kind yeah, of Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah.
1: And, um, and a lot of his artwork is, they're all watercolors and they're all based off of Lord of the Rings scenes. So you have like the Death of Smog, the Black Rider, um, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like trying to find the hobbits mm-hmm. in, the, in the woods. And uh, there's just some really, like he has a really cool piece of like the Hel- Battle of Helm's Deep, which is fantastic. The Riders of Rohan coming out of Helm's Deep for the final.
0: Oh, the last charge. Uh, the, the yeah, the last yeah. charge. Oh, wow.
1: And it's, um, you know, in those kind of, idealized versions have just kind of, like, manifested in my head. So, like, whenever I think of fantasy, I'm like, well, this doesn't compare to Lord of the Rings. So, I'm not really interested in it.
0: Fair. So, so just Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah,
1: just, just Lord of the Rings. Hard good. stuff. But specifically, yeah. The Hobbit was your entry point. The hobby, Hobbit was my entry point, but you know, I, Lord of the Rings was when I really, like, got, got into, into the setting of it. Yeah. Because I really like the story of The Hobbit, but you don't get enough of, like, the world building, I think. Sure, it's just a fun little yeah. kid
0: story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Steven, what about you? All right. Well... This is an interesting choice for me because I, I n- was pretty sure Andrew was going to slam down the Hobbit, yep. the book, and <laughs> I couldn't really <laughs> – Here um, it is. Yeah, like I, a Beyblade or something? <laughs> 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 <I> go pow! <laughs> I couldn't really pin down exactly what was my first like real intro, intro yeah. but one of my earliest memories of fantasy, like you look at something like, well, this is obviously a fantasy story as opposed to, say – like a Disney. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. A, but same vein, because it is animated, is the 1978 Lord of the Rings animated. Oh, movie.
2: man. So I was going to ask if you had seen that. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I'd so seen, so, I have not seen it probably since I was a kid, but so I remember yeah. seeing Actually it back in the day. It used to
1: happen on Cartoon Network mm. before you'd they could catch, cha- be, catch pieces yeah, of it. Yeah. You yeah. could catch yeah. pieces of it. That's when they still had Speed Racer on as oh, yeah. like a main program. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So it follows. Fairly well the stories of the book in Lord of the Rings, except it stops after the second book. Yeah, because they was, just ran out of budget. They ran, yeah, they ran out of budget. Oh, no. <laughs> they ran out. It just ends, and so as a kid, Kids everywhere, what's happening? Yeah, as a kid, it was because it was very clear, you know, what the goal was: get the ring to Mordor. Mm-hmm. Yet, yeah. well, they never get to Mordor what's going on? Yeah. How so, is it? It just ends.
1: So the cool thing about that show is that was one of the um, first times that they used animation and live action footage mm-hmm. of basically like, it's it, not rotoscoped. I don't know how to describe it, but it's like basically actors that they filmed and then they yeah. superimposed it on the animation to essentially like have like the orcs and stuff like coming through the the caverns and whatnot. Yeah. So they didn't have to like animate it fully. Right. Right. right.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. It's, it's um, very dark. It is very dark. I, I actually really enjoy the animation style. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I hate that it was actually technically a commercial success when it was released. Yeah. Uh, although it was kind of critically mediocre. And then, of course, audiences were all just kind of like, where's the other half? <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't understand. It's not a complete story. But for me, that was kind of the big launching off point. And when I think back to being a child, you know, what some of the earliest fantasy I recall, it's seeing that and the, the anime. Like, I, can, I can see Frodo, like, just thinking about it. I can yeah. see that animation mm-hmm. and see the way, like, they, they made the characters move. And they and had everything. a very unique style. It did. It really did. It's, it's – I'm, I'm struggling to describe it. But if you look up images of it, this – like
1: – I mean, it's kind of on, like, a dark fantasy style mm-hmm. where, like, everyone is – I'm not going to say, like, grotesque. Because that's that's a bad descriptor.
0: No, but
2: it's similar to like that Ralph Backs Back Bashkey Backsi. I'm it's the you same person. It's the same guy. Yeah, right? same, yeah, guy, same yeah. guy. Okay, never mind. That's yeah. why it's <laughs> that's why it's similar. It. Yeah. <laughs> well, how it, do you say his last name?
0: Bakshi? Bakshi. Maybe. Okay, yeah. the S is
2: always in a weird spot. Yeah. I'll say Baskey or yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm not I'm not Bakshi. positive
0: that I'm right either. It has kind of a. It's got the same, that style, whether he did it or not. Yeah, it has the same feel as like a like a Felix the Cat. Mm-hmm.
2: Or like um, was that Fire and Ice? There was like another animated maybe. It's like a Conan the Barbarian, but uh, okay, cartoony. Yeah, yeah. And there was a... Yeah. Ralph Bakshi did a lot of stuff. Back yeah.
0: Back. So, so far, we're two for two on... What was your first intro to fantasy? Whoa, it was Tolkien. <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow, go figure. The Whoa, grandfather of all it's fantasy so or Western thing. as yeah. to
0: how that works.
2: Ryan? Okay, I'm an 80s baby. And the 80s were... Just lousy. It was just lousy
0: with, it, fantasy. It just, just get lousy out, with fantasy. Get so, out there and spray paint the side of your I, van with a unicorn. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I'm gonna go with my number one. Then I want to read like a bunch of the other ones that I had on this list, just yeah. so as like quick at the end. Okay, number one. This was my entry. I think for sure the earliest memories I have. Mm-hmm. Masters of the Universe. Oh yeah, He-Man. Right. Yeah, He-Man. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, I was a freak for He-Man <laughs> as a child. <laughs> And shortly thereafter, became a fan of everything else. But, like, He-Man was was it for me when I yeah. was young. And it was funny because at the same age, like, I discovered He-Man. I also discovered Voltron. So mm-hmm. I had, like, mm-hmm. sci-fi and, like, I guess He-Man's kind of, like, fantasy it's, sci-fi. It's like a te- like techno fantasy, stuff. Yeah. yeah.
0: But with like, mad at arms and stuff.
1: Yeah.
2: As a kid, here's just a bunch of the movies that I used to love. First off, both Conan the Barbarian and The Destroyer. If you've never seen Conan Classics. the Destroyer, I, it's...
1: I've never actually seen Conan the Barbarian.
3: What?
2: Wow. Conan oh, you, the Barbarian's really good.
1: I, I like
2: Conan the Destroyer better, even though it's probably a worse movie. It <laughs> yeah. Is, it is the worst movie. <laughs> it is absolutely <laughs> a and d campaign, though, because you've got your wizard, you've got your barbarian. Yeah. yeah. Got, like, the second one goes more into, like, the, the stereotypical, mm-hmm. you know, stuff. Uh, Beastmaster, fantastic. Beastmaster's great, too. The Neverending Story. Yeah. Legend. Legend, Labyrinth. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Willow. Yep. The Dark Crystal. Yep. (laughs) Like, there was just so much stuff that I watched as a kid that was, like, I don't even think at the time I was conscious that it was, like, fantasy. Like, I didn't think about it Mm -hmm. that way. With games, I was playing Legend of Zelda. Like, loved that, like, whole idea. But in the 80s, man, it was just, like, you could... Turn around without like seeing something fantasy related. I just ran
0: you over. I, yeah. I love how your whole list there, where you're like never ending story, legend, dark crystal, labyrinth. It's like yeah. how to scar an '80s child. Oh, it explains so titles. much about my life. But the the problem I had with the list was
2: I could not remember what my actual mm-hmm. first exposure was yeah. because all of that's just a miasma of like. Yep. So it's, it's it really, all happened in my childhood. So I don't know. I want to say Master of the Universe is probably my first exposure. Yeah, But all yeah, of it all, all happened within a very short time frame. You, so. you
0: can tell that there's a year difference between us because everything you listed is all also was in my yeah. pot of well, what do I pull? Yeah. yeah. And then I just, thinking more and more about it, I just kept seeing the, the images of, the of Frodo. Mm-hmm. So why yeah. I, I had to go with this over, yeah. like, labyrinth or so like, something
2: like that. I didn't actually see the Lord of the Rings cartoon until like the 90s. Mm-hmm. It was like later yeah, I saw like it I, on like Cartoon Network yeah. or, or I don't think it was Cartoon Network at the time, but it was like um it was some cable channel. I'm try- yeah. it, it was pre-Cartoon Network, but I remember seeing it on mm-hmm. TV
1: mm-hmm. uh on cable, but that was like you know, later for me, I, I didn't see it young. Yeah. So like all the all the films that you listed, I mm-hmm. actually didn't see until I was probably in my teens. Yeah. So like all of those oh. are not really formative films. You, you for avoided me. the scarring. Right. <laughs> uh, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but well, but then it's weird, you know, because both my parents were really big into like science fiction. So like yeah. all of like all the science fiction films from like you know Close Encounters and E. T., which was terrifying. Uh, yep. <laughs> and just a bunch of other, you know, stuff like that. Like yeah. that is where I, you know, that's why I think I, I really gravitate more towards science fiction mm-hmm. yeah. than I do fantasy. Because the only fantasy stuff that I ever really got a hold of was just Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. Right. And I, I attribute all this to my mom. She exposed me to both
2: E.T., yeah. Close mm-hmm. Encounters, Star Trek, Star Wars, and all of this
1: fantasy stuff. Mm-hmm. Hand in hand. My yeah. dad was just kind of there like, what are we watching? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, so, yeah, my dad was really, my dad, because, you know, him and his brother, my mm-hmm. uncle, they were both really big into fantasy, because, you know, that was big whenever they were growing up yeah. and mm-hmm. everything, and, um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's it was it's really interesting to kind of see how, like, you know, everyone's opinions get formed, because, you know, some people really love, like, the really hard medieval style of, like, I'll say Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. or, because um, I never even got into the name of, like, the... Um, like, the Hercules, like, TV shows or anything oh, like yeah. that. Like, yeah, from I've the seen, 90s. Uh, yeah, yeah. Where, like, those are just never really... <laughs> uh, those just never really clicked with me because I was just like, well, this, this isn't Lord of the Rings. This is just yeah. people with swords slapping each other with them.
2: I-, I enjoyed those shows when they came out, but they weren't, like, my favorite. Yeah. Highlander, that's probably another kind High, of fantasy. It's Does really, that count as fantasy? I don't know. probably not. No. That's probably, that's at the outer edges of it if it is. There could only be one. They have swords. There could be
0: only one. Yeah. It's uh it's a thing. It's its own little world. Yeah. We'll yeah. Put it off to the side and never talk about I, it again. But
1: when I was I was looking at my list,
2: I was like Master of the Universe, Conan the Barbarian, Beastmaster. It's three shirtless dudes. Yeah, <laughs> so this is pandas. Did
1: you watch the new Master of the Universe when it came out? No, it's again on my ever growing list, list of things I need list, to see. Yeah. I, I this heard is what mix... happens when you join a podcast.
2: Well, so the thing I heard about it that kind of dr- kept me away from watching mm-hmm. it immediately was that, like, you it is made for people who watched He Man, you know, back in yeah, the day. Yeah. And that it picks up like right where it left off and continues oh, all the storyline so to like understand. And I was what's... like, I haven't seen kind of Masters yeah. Universe in almost that. forty years. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I'm gonna have to do a rewatch, of, like, <laughs> what, or at least watch like a primer before I yeah
1: like,
0: just jump back in. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. watched the first half of it because it mm-hmm. came out like in two halves. They, they I guess they were like, we want to be anime. I don't know. Yeah, uh, and it was fine. So fine. Supposedly yeah. the second half is much better, but we haven't gotten to it. Okay. So. Yeah, so but you know. I'll
2: probably check it out at one
0: point. But I, yeah. I I did like how you referenced in uh, Conan the Destroyer. You have kind mm-hmm. of your your prototypical D and D party. Your wizards, <laughs> yeah, your barbarian, because you it's basically it's all based off of the Lord of the Rings, like your fellowship, right? Mm-hmm. That yep. is your yeah. prototypical D and D party. Yeah,
1: which which is just funny how that works out. It is we're funny. Talking about yeah. Lord of the Rings, almost
0: like it's the progenitor of all of <laughs> yeah. this. Like it's, it's birthplace here. Yep. So this, however, for our episode, is not talking about. The absolute birth of fantasy. It's talking about the birth of fantasy's prequel. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) In Rings of Power, where we are exploring the second age of Middle Earth. Earth? I I hesitate. I I don't want to call it uh, Lord of the Rings.
2: Well, if you don't know at home, the third age is when the Lord of the Rings happens. Right. right? This is is the second age. And the first age...
0: It's, we don't know stuff. what happened. Yes, we, yeah, we have stuff. We stuff haven't really story. had. There, there, are several the books that made, cover it. Things happen. Uh, that's actually before the first age.
2: Never mind. Zero so, age. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. It's it's one of those things. It's it's YT. It's Year of the Trees. The year of the Trees. <laughs> <laughs> Not kidding. Not making this up. But yes, uh, for for people who've seen Lord of the Rings, the scene at the start of the movie where they recount the Sauron being defeated and the Ring being found. This is mm-hmm. basically the story for that. It. That moment is the end of Second Age, beginning of Third Age. Lord of the Rings is all Third Age.
2: So when he like, when that happened, did everybody just turn around and go, is this the Third Age? Are we starting it right they start, now? They're like, it's the age of Aquarius. <laughs> <Unquaneous. laughs> everybody <laughs> yeah. everybody dancing. like, synchronize their watches. Yeah. Third Age starts in three, two, one. It's a
1: bit of really big <laughs> celebration party. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You
2: go to like, you know, Rohan, y'all are
1: still in the second, second age. It's yeah, it's been the third still, age this is for Like age months. of empires, where like you are, you're in the third age of like the Iron Age, yeah. and you go over to your neighbor and you're like, ah, you're still in the Stone still Age. In the How stone age?
0: <laughs> but yeah, so let's uh, let's do a synopsis, and this uh, synopsis covers what we just covered, kind of. But you know, so it goes. <laughs> Hurt Ryan over here. <laughs> Why are you snorting? I don't know. I think I got <laughs> him with the Age
1: of Empires. It uh, that,
0: that, that started the ball rolling. <laughs> uh, this epic drama is set thousands of years before the events of J.R.R. Tolkien's The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings and will take viewers back to an era in which great powers were forged, kingdoms rose to glory and fell to ruin, unlikely heroes were tested, hope hung by the finest of threads, and the greatest villain that ever flowed from Tolkien's pen threatened to cover all the world in darkness. I mean, he was basically... That was well-written. That was, that was from Amazon Studios. So. Oh, wow. I mean, to go, Jeff Bezos. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Stayed up he, late for he wrote that one. that personally. <laughs> he's like, it's perfect.
1: <laughs> I mean, Sauron's kind of basically the only real villain that he's ever... I mean, like, kind of. I mean, you know, I don't really count the Silmarillion because it's just a history book.
0: Well, again, we can, like, I don't, I don't really want to just dive into all this because there are other books, right? You have there stuff are that was assembled by Tolkien's son, son, Christopher... Uh, into stuff like uh, Fall of Gondolin, Children of Huron, uh, Baron Luthien. These all take place in the First Age. Mm-hmm. And for that, your big baddie is Morgoth, Morgoth. or Melkor. Mm-hmm. Who got because- like
2: five names, right?
0: Everybody has like legit 15 names minimum. If you don't have at least six names, you are a nobody. That's not confusing at all. <laughs> no, it's, it's incredibly confusing. But he's the big baddie and then Sauron was one of his servants. Yeah, yeah. Which, so, I
1: mean, they, they go into in, in great detail on the first episode, basically. Yeah,
0: they, they do a pretty good job of giving you an idea of who, what has happened, what hasn't happened, et cetera. Yeah. Which you need because there's a lot here. But let's uh, – we got a summary. Let's get some, some info. Yeah. So our showrunners for this are Patrick McKay and John Payne. hmm And they both come from Bad Robot Studios.
1: Okay, so JJ so
0: Abrams. JJ Abrams. And I when realizing that some things some story elements suddenly made way more sense. <laughs> uh, they, there are no lens
1: flares, at least that I remember. Oh I yeah.
0: so th- well it's not it's not the future, it's fantasy. Yeah. You can
1: Anti- still have a lens flare in
0: fantasy well, off of the torch or something. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> So have they
2: been showrunners for anything before, or is this their first?
0: Uh, this is the first time they are showrunners. They're both credited for, uh, they both have writing credits for uh, Star Trek Into Darkness. It's oh, not, okay. That's not the best? That's, that's the best Star Trek not <laughs> It's not the best endorsement, but it's the biggest thing I could find.
1: That's, that's a pretty big leap for Amazon putting in, you know, a, almost a billion dollars for a total An budget to basically unknown showrunners. Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
0: So our music is by Bear McCreary. Yep. And-, and um, helpfully produced with well, Howard Shore. Yeah, the main theme is from Howard Shore. It is. Yeah. Uh, and Bear is pretty well known. Uh,
1: Battlestar Galactica, baby.
0: And The Walking Dead are the two big ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he has a huge, I mean, like something like oh, almost yeah. 200 credits. Yeah. Done all kinds of stuff in video games, TV, movies, just all over the board. He's got a really cool name. He does have He a cool also name. has an awesome name. <laughs> uh, My name's Bear. Bear McQuarrie. Bear McQuarrie. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I, I, I like, gruff at all. It's Bear. Bear McQuarrie. <laughs> <laughs> what? How? How'd why? How'd you get that name? <laughs> so, usually we talk a little bit about the the cost, the budget, and the box office, right? You can't yeah. really do that with a, a stream TV show.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, but for budget, first season, $465 million production Ooh. budget.
3: <laughs> yeah, and it I, shows.
0: Now, that's, just the production budget that ignores the 250 million dollars for rights. Yeah. That yeah. ignores whatever effort marketing. in advertising and yeah. marketing there's been here. Yep. If you just take that 465 million, so it's 58 million per episode. Yeah. No, nah, no, nah, it gets worse. If you divide it out, it requires 3.3 million yearly Amazon Prime subscriptions to pay for the first season. Wow. They probably have that they, easy. They do, but the thing is when you, you know, when you pay for Prime, you're getting other stuff like shipping. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just, wow. That and is that's probably in comparison shows. to
2: Wheel of Time that had, I think, a, a budget of like $18 in a Subway coupon. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, yeah it's, a, it's a pretty big disparity. Now, I, I, I will
0: say, uh, for, <laughs> for whatever day.
2: else we I go into here... <laughs> Sorry, it was an Arby's coupon. My bad. I just looked
1: it up. <laughs> oh, it's a little bit better. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: yeah for, for whatever else we go into here, they certainly learned some lessons. Now, if you go way back and listen to our episode on Wheel of Time, I believe Andrew was the one who posited he hoped that they would <laughs> learn lessons and apply them here. And and, I think they did. I think they did. I think yeah. they absolutely did. They, they learned a lot of lessons.
1: They, they learned a lot of lessons, and I, I still think that the only reason why they did the Wheel of Time series... Is basically as a soft opening for a. <laughs> it's, it's like stretching test. out before a workout. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which that kind of that just makes me angrier, but it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> We're gonna live. It's hey, gonna all right.
1: There is one fantasy here.
0: <laughs> so, overall, uh, you know, we 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 took all of our uh, scores across spectacle, the performance, the plot, the entertainment, score. the the score of the score. We, we threw all that into a forge with some other better elements. Real. Some Mithril. <laughs> and we arrived to a score of 7.5. I
1: think that's respectable.
0: That's a, that's a respectable score.
1: Yeah. I like that score. That feels right. Yeah, yeah this, this, it does.
0: This is not, I don't think any of us are sitting here going, like, this was the best segment of TV I've ever watched. And no. none of us came in here going, you know, Book of Boba Fett wasn't that bad. Yeah, you know? yeah, <laughs> no. Like this is
1: there there are some minor problems narrative wise for yeah. me, but I think that the production values, the um the score or the soundtrack from Bear McCree is fantastic. Mm-hmm. There are some uh, some really good performances, maybe some also lackluster performances
0: throughout the show. It's it's that It's a mixed bag. It it is a mixed bag. We've we've hit all the the minutiae here of describing what it is. Who wants to give some thoughts?
1: Andrew was was going. Go Uh, go ahead. (laughs) So, I mean, like the production value visually and Mm -hmm. and set design, and they do a lot of practical effects here. Mm -hmm. There is, I mean, like clearly the money that they poured into these episodes absolutely shows. Yeah. It went somewhere. Whenever the the CGI does happen, um, it actually is quite good. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll say like nine times out of ten. Like there's a couple. There, there are a few here, jarring yeah. moments, but for the most part, it's honestly just fantastic. Like visually, it is a stunning thing. Yeah, I, and I I enjoyed it. Yeah, I liked it. I think the
2: the for me the writing and pacing feels a little uneven at times. I, I
1: think maybe there was like
2: one story too many. Well, mm-hmm. even like to me, like it feels like there are certain scenes and certain, like, interactions between characters that are, like, really well-written, and mm-hmm. there's, like, these really cool lines of dialogue. Yeah. And then they will turn around, and the very next scene has, like... Like, I looked at my wife at one point and said, was this written by an AI? Because I was <laughs> predicting what they were going to say because it's just the most bottom yeah, yeah by like Ab- e- Absolutely just, predictable. Yeah, predictable. Yeah. And, like, you know, and so it was this weird, like, for me at least, unevenness of like this one scene that was like really good and really well written and then this next whole section was like just boilerplate. And so I, I don't know if that's inexperienced showrunners. Um. or
1: Well, so I think that it's really the content of what they were talking about because I had a lot of problems with one specific storyline that I mm-hmm. will get into obviously.
0: Post-spoiler. Uh, post-spoiler. yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, Overall, what, what did you think, Steven?
0: I mean, for the most part, it was decent. Uh, you know, again, measured up against Wheel of Time, it comes out quite well. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> I, it, I sure would hope so. The
0: yeah. And something that I've seen from a lot of other reviews, a lot of people are complimenting how well it looks. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's uh, gorgeous. Uh, how yeah, well yeah, it, yeah. it feels. right? Like when you see these places, like when we see. It felt like Lord of the Rings. Numenor, you can see architecture there that was obviously pulled from Peter Jackson and Tolkien's idea of what Gondor looks like, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. it makes sense. These are the same people at the end of the day.
3: Yep. Yeah.
0: So like stuff like that, I think is very uh, cohesive and it's, that's appreciated. Uh, I liked, so on one hand, I didn't like the idea of all these storylines spread spread over everywhere. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, because certain storylines were more entertaining than others, I appreciate it, right? Yeah, because
1: you know, it gives you a little bit of a respite of like, oh, mm-hmm. this episode is going to be about these guys. Cool, I like these guys.
0: Yeah, where it's like, oh, please, just take me back to them. I don't need Or, yeah, I this. mean, sometimes just
1: the bouncing back and forth yeah, can help break it
2: up mm-hmm. so you're yeah. not just one note, you yep. know. It,
0: it does create some other narrative issues mm-hmm. for a viewer. Like, the passage of time in this is, it's, is real questionable. It is,
1: it is fast and loose. Oh, boy, yeah. yeah
0: this <laughs> is like Lord of the Rings, Middle Earth Fuels. Huge. This Middle Earth feels like your block. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, sometimes a, a little bit. I don't, I don't know about that. Like, there's, I don't know, there's, there's a couple things, but I, we'll, I can't, we, we can't we get, get into we'll details. get into that
2: deeper. Yeah. So for me, I mean, the passage of time didn't really, it, nothing stood out to me as being egregious. It was just, I just understood that they were, you yeah. know, doing that for, for plot reasons, to be able to move right. back and forth between stuff and keep things going. Yeah. Because, it,
1: didn't, it didn't bother me either.
2: Well, for me, if anything, like there were some times where the pacing was too slow. So I yes. wish they would have sped some things up yeah. to me. Like, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for me, the passage of time was not like. It, it wasn't a, a big detractor. Point. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: It, it's important to note that, that when they're trying to cover the second age, it's a 35, 3,600 year time period, something like that. It's a lot of time. And, and a lot of the events they're pulling from happen all the way across that. So we can't sit around and wait. 400 years for them to figure out how to forge <laughs> right. a ring. Like, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, but it is I, – I, I won't say that it's whiplash per se when The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings, the other stories that we've seen on screen from this universe are all kind of about the journey. And none of these stories are really about a journey. They're about the events. That they're, about, they're about the events, yeah. right? Yeah,
1: you're, you're, you're trying to hit the big events that happen mm-hmm. in Middle-earth. To create, basically, Lord of the Rings, the story. Right, yeah. And, yeah, kind of like what you said, it's, it's about the journey for Lord of the Rings because it's a hero's journey at that mm-hmm. point where this is not really about a hero's journey. This is about the failings of, essentially, a whole people.
0: <laughs> Lots of people. Lots, Lots of, people. of different yeah. People. Lots of people. yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of failings yeah. here coming up or in the offing, et cetera. I am interested, too, because this is season one, and I, if I mm-hmm. recall correctly... They had five seasons. I think there are, there are five yeah. slated seasons. So, so they're trying to take these rights, right, and break it out fifty million per season. Yeah, theoretically. Uh, I am interesting to interested to see because we got pretty far in one season. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly.
1: Well, I I think this is like, it's kind of silly because this is the prequel to the prequel, right? Right. Um, and it kind of feels like this season was just to set up the main characters mm-hmm. going forward. And the main factions. So then season two is really where it's going to hit its stride, I think. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. We definitely created kind of some sub factions that were almost, but by the time the season ends, irrelevant to the actual players we should be interested in, in yeah. a sense, which is kind of interesting. They just almost needed filler to get there. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I don't, yeah. There's some interesting story choices. Some but choices. I don't know if I, I dislike the story choices, though.
0: I, I'm not saying they were bad. Yeah. I, it's more of a question of pacing and did you need this to be five instead of four or, or even three and it'd just be ten episode season or something yeah. like that, you know?
2: Well, so I've, I've, I've heard that part of the rights thing was mm-hmm. that the Tolkien Estate was like you cannot have more than eight episodes. Oh, interesting. That was like in the actual oh, agreement. Weird. Yeah. So
1: I do know that for the Tolkien Estate, they said that there, you, they cannot change anything about th- how Lord of the Rings ends up. Yeah. Essentially. So you can't change... Basically, like the main character, like you can't like kill Galadriel,
0: right? Yeah, you yeah, can't like yeah. guide, yeah, but like I, which is going to be a problem for them narratively, yeah, and has sure. already started to be a problem. <laughs> we can't get into that because the spoilers but with the
2: eight episode limit, though. I think that's why each episode was like a little over an hour long, yeah, instead of
1: it being 10 45 minute episodes, mm-hmm. it's like eight hours, yeah, five little, minute, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, because
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, that, sometimes that extra, like you know, 20 minutes kind of helps helps you know push where you need the story to go yeah narratively speaking yeah
0: well or it lets you break up episodes in such a way that they have a more natural conclusion
3: yeah if yeah. you
0: if you can have you know nine breaks with 10 episodes instead of seven breaks with eight or mm-hmm. whatever you can mm-hmm. do a little better job of of spreading your story out and then maybe it doesn't feel like this episode dragged whereas this episode didn't because who we were focused on who we weren't focused on yeah, I did think it was interesting. I was trying to get to it real quick mm-hmm. on that budget, right? The budget was, you know, a huge, staggering number. Yeah, and I was looking for a comparison here. I'm just going to throw this out.
1: Uh, while you're doing that, uh, Peter Jackson was mm-hmm. um, talked about to to help run this series, and um, mm. apparently he uh, he presented a, a general idea of where he wanted it to go, and they said no.
0: Interesting. So. Um, oh, okay then. Yeah. I wonder if that was – if how well he had the confines of what the rights would be, like yeah, the limits it's, it's, of storytelling. Yeah, it's possible or... that he
1: just – like, well, he's very obviously a, a Tolkien scholar at this point, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah at this point, and yeah. You, he probably was like, well, this is this is how it would go. And they're like, well, we actually can't do that because we don't have the rights to that. Yeah, <laughs> It probably was. Yeah.
0: yeah. Or be like, well, yeah, that's kind of boring. What if we had a more compelling story from the first age? We can't do the first age.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, So a, a close – comparison for budgets right because mm-hmm. I know Andrew's a huge fan season four of stranger things yeah yeah- mm-hmm. and those are long episodes those are very long episodes yeah. the reported budget per episodes 30 million okay
1: so it's actually a little half little, yes it's half of what each episode of rings of power was which right. is yeah still pretty stunning just because stranger things looked fantastic yeah it did it's,
0: it's almost there is some level of the the numbers we're throwing around here where I'm almost a little staggered and on Somewhat curious as to where some of this money went. Where, where some of the money went, and that—that's not a shot of oh, it looks bad. It's like at some point you, you spend so much, and like there's diminishing returns, right? Because like this, this sure. looks good. You know the the elven havens or whatever. Yeah. They look good. Like these places look good. I'm I, not sure where the budget else, also. I went. I mean, I
2: would say it's because literally every outfit has to be fabricated. Mm-hmm. In Stranger Things you can just find some 80s clothes. That's yeah. You know, yeah like, just
0: Let's, let's uh, just you know, stonewash some jeans yeah, and call well, it a day. Well, <laughs> even on
1: top of that, uh, I, I know I mentioned it earlier, but practical effects were very important for this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the there is a lot of practical effects in this show that, that really held up I felt. there's a
2: lot of horses that oh, a cost lot of money now that, a that kind master. of thing does Stranger cost Stranger Things had no horses yeah exactly. horses are very expensive <laughs> that's true
0: once you start putting a lot of people in armor yeah and I think cost a lot of these
2: sets had to be built probably yep. so mm-hmm. like again with Stranger Things you can just find like I
0: mean they, they flew down to New Zealand they bulldozed the Shire and said alright start again. <laughs> get it out of here <laughs>
2: Right now, I'm looking in my wallet, and I see $3. You know what that is? That's three months. That's That's three months access to our Patreon bonus content. Every episode we've ever posted. That's cheaper than Starbucks
1: coffee.
0: Way cheaper. I was actually going to refer it to a gallon of gas, but then I got depressed.
1: (laughs) Don't don't say that. Yeah.
0: (laughs) That's too real. (laughs) Yeah. For less
2: than one-third or maybe one-fourth of a gallon of gas, you can get access to all of our Patreon bonus episodes.
1: That is uh, fun episodes like a very heated fast food tier list.
0: Yeah, these are some very different subject matters. Yeah. They're
1: different formats. Different these format. aren't like our normal Yeah, we have we episodes. have scary movie recommendations. Oh, yeah. yeah. It,
0: it's it's October. It is
2: October. Yeah, yeah. Are you looking for something spooky to watch? Ooh. We got you covered. One dollar. <laughs> One dollar. You get access to all of our bonus content. Go to Patreon.com, search Spoilers
0: Intended, or go to SpoilersIntendedPodcast.com. Yep, you can find the link there. All righty, everybody. In case you didn't get the message, that was your spoiler wall from here on out. It is all spoilers all the time. If you haven't finished episode eight, get out of here and come back <laughs> I in mean, an hour. You can,
1: you can come back. I mean, you could stay, but you're just get going get, to get spoiled too. Honestly, come back a, in an hour. A, a pretty good, uh, a pretty solid finale, I felt, for, um, for just the final reveal.
0: I, I do think... Yeah. That the episodes kind of in the middle, there was maybe a little slump, yeah, and then we picked it back up into the, like the last two episodes, yeah, yeah,
2: definitely, last two,
1: yeah well, I mean, but you like
2: mm. well i would I would say that it's it's less that there's a slump in the middle and more that there are certain storylines that slow down, Slow the other yeah. ones speed up, yeah, so it, it's hard to say the overall episodes were slow, it's just certain the yeah, the the, parts pacing of the story kind is very down. much
1: like an ebb and flow with this show, yeah, where like. You know they're in Numenor with Galadriel for it's like Numenor, three, Numenor. three episodes. <laughs> I can't talk, do the tongue I, roll. I love Numenor. how
0: they just talk like <laughs> they talk like normal people, and it's like yeah, blah, 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 Galadriel. Oh, they put the stank <laughs> on Galadriel's name. <laughs> Let me tell you, around our household, I've been like Galadriel.
2: Galadriel, you got to put the stank on it when you say it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they're, they're just talking like normal people. they like, Isildur. Yeah. yeah. Really? <laughs> Listen to me. Isildur. <laughs> oh, oh, we, got, we got angry about this all the time. I was like, really hoping there was going to be a line that it's like, Galadriel is here in Númenor with me and Isildur, and we're going to Mordor to find Sauron. So it's going to be like. <laughs> just so everything rolls. Just and look at the horror you, know,
1: like, right. you know, I will say I'm actually surprised mm-hmm. that they did not even hint that Isildur is still alive. Do they have to hint so, at that
2: though? I, I'll, I'll get back to that when we get to plot. plot sure, but like yeah, yeah. yeah there, there was there was a lot of stuff they did in this show that I thought was an interesting choice based on the fact of like we, we all. all- we already know. Well, it's almost like there is a section of the writer's room that was like, we should write this for people that have never seen The Lord of the Rings. And I'm like, who are these people yeah. that are starting <laughs> that with are The watching Rings this. of Power? <laughs> yeah.
0: But I guess they're out there. They're, like, yeah, I it, just, it probably is. It surely mean, exists somewhere.
2: And those yeah. people are on the edge of their seat during a lot of scenes where I'm like, well, I know all these people live. So. It's all the Gen Zers.
3: <laughs>
0: Gen
2: the <Zoomers>. Z. <laughs> the, All the Zoomers, They're fans. just vaping it on TikTok. <laughs> and they look over and they're like, what's this Rings of Power? <laughs>
0: Well, before we get into the plot, let's, let's start at the top, so kicking off a spectacle. I'm going to let Andrew go first.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, all right. So I have, um, I have a score, and you then do? I have a general statement. Uh, not even a statement. <laughs> oh, I have a general a statement. I have a, <laughs> I, have, like a... <laughs> I have a thought, and then uh, I have a soapbox. Okay. Oh, wow. So you I have ha- three
0: things. I have three things. I don't know. If, Should we, we have started with you? Andrew? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: okay. So you have, I gave it a nine. Because okay. I, I, this is a fantastically beautiful series. The yeah. set design is great. The mm-hmm. practical effects are awesome. The costume design is phenomenal. Yeah, the the armor mm-hmm. that uh, what's his face? Um, uh, good good character. The elf. Um. Oh, Arondir. Oh, oh, uh, Arondir. Yeah, I, I can't remember the name. <laughs> I don't know if he rolls, either. If he rolls it either. Yeah. Arondir. I'm already bad with the names, and then you start adding mm. elven names in there. It's completely. Oh, black. it's like oh, bad. His uh, oh his armor is great. Oh, his armor's so cool. Like, I like the it. like the face in the, the, the in like the, the wood. Yeah. It
0: feels like something. And I hate making this comparison because. Uh-huh. They have come out and said so many times, this is not our Game of Thrones. <laughs> but honestly, if you had someone from the north in Game of Thrones with that kind of armor, mm-hmm. I would be like, yeah, it fits perfectly this universe. It well, still fits perfectly
2: this universe. Yeah, it does. It's cool seeing him standing next to Galadriel <laughs> towards the <laughs> end too, when you can see the difference in their arm. They're both oh, elaborate yeah. and cool, but in totally different styles. Well, and you also
0: like- see uh, Arda's armor, mm-hmm. which is also its own separate style. Yeah. Because I would, I assume, right, the, the Numenorians didn't just go around and be like, we got some old dusty elf armor kicking around somewhere <laughs> to right. give Galadriel. Yeah. yeah. Presumably this is their style and it kind of fits the helmets you see them wear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Et cetera. Yeah, yeah. And,
1: uh, you know, then you have like the, just the general aesthetic of the show, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is, you know, again, this is not medieval Game of Thrones fantasy. This, this is high fantasy. High fantasy. People are clean, it dang is, it. Yeah, it's clean. It, yeah. Like everything is crisp and sharp. Uh, the scene whenever uh, Galadriel and Halbrand are are riding, or not Halbrand, um, Ellen or Ellendil, uh, Ellendil, Ellendil, uh, are yeah. riding on the the beach to the like the archive oh, yeah. tower or whatever. Oh man,
0: I have I have other issues with that scene. That, that's but... fine, yeah. Like that's <laughs> that's probably plot. Go go away. It's not plot. No no, it's not plot. It's just <laughs> it's the cheesy smile. Sometimes, was... sometimes when you do slow motion, you need to not have the horse's face in the slow motion because oh, the horse yeah. looks derpy as all getting. Well, listen, most horses do a lot <laughs> of that yeah. Old horses just look like that. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, okay, so my big soapbox here is mm-hmm. the fact that the preview, tra- like teaser, Four Rings of Power, mm-hmm. has a beautifully practical, effective oh, shot on a Phantom FX slow-mo camera. Mm-hmm. And you chose not to use it, and you give us whatever opening this was? Yeah, the opening struggled. Like, uh, th- There was a couple
2: times where I was like, maybe I'm just like... Not I don't get it. And I, so I looked Are they up, making
0: designs that I don't so, see? So
2: the creation of the universe in Tolkien's uh-huh. universe was done by it's like something like a song. It's a song. Yes. And like what they're doing is when you play sound
1: underneath yeah, yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. It, so it's so I'm like, okay, I see what you were going for. I understand the concept. But, but, but seriously. it's just
0: kind of there. The teaser trailer was just your intro you've already made it you've paid the money yeah. you put in the time and the effort make use of it i so know. I, I
2: hadn't even seen that teaser until you, you i know, was posted it in the group chat yeah. um, because i was I, again i i started skipping the intro after a few episodes because yeah, oh no, it, it'd be like i rarely do i like intros and um, and
1: this is honestly i think this is a big knock too because and this is kind of Edging into score a little bit, but this mm-hmm. was not. A, I didn't really like this song at all.
2: No, of all and, the and banger Short songs on the soundtrack, mm-hmm. that's the one. Like to me, that's one of the least interesting songs yeah. in the thing. So it's got a weird intro, the, the least interesting song, and it. It also like I kept thinking, okay, maybe they're going to do like Game of Thrones mm-hmm. and like slowly change and evolve the intro to reflect like changes in the nope. world as they go. So mm-hmm. it'll make different yeah. patterns or show different shapes.
1: Yeah. Nah. Yeah. It, so. it was. It was very disappointing for how good the teaser was because so, it's all practical.
0: Now was this all practical too? No. oh No. There's no there's, I don't I don't believe so. There's there's no way you can make that kind of shape like reliably that kind of shit. I mean, you can.
2: I've seen people you, you, take you like definitely sound can. But maybe not like, they like that hit it with different, different tones with like not, the, not like That's what that. I was going to say. Yeah, I don't know if it's intricate. like that intricate. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, so then here's my the reason why I didn't give it a 10 because honestly, mm-hmm. it's very close. Uh, is because some of the fight choreography was not very interesting or exciting.
2: Okay. Uh,
1: particularly the, the scene where Galadriel is fighting all of the Num- Numenorean soldiers. Uh, like training. Oh, the trainers. It's, not, yeah. it's yeah. not a good fight scene. It's not no. a very well choreographed fight scene. You could definitely tell that I think that, one, the cinematographers didn't really know how to shoot it. And then also no one really knew how to choreograph it. Yeah. And and it w- it really took a lot of the energy out of kind of what I was expecting from it, just mm-hmm. because you have this this historyed, very seasoned fighter mm-hmm. being able to best you and a know, very, an entire...
0: very agile fighter. Oh
1: yes, right. Yeah. Uh, so it, with that kind of stuff, it did uh, that kind of knocked it down a couple points. Like even the fight in the town in the Southlands with all the Numer- Numenorians and everything, like it just didn't really do it for me. Okay, uh, but. That, again, that is, like, a very minor nitpick. It was still exciting. It just could have been better. Uh, absolutely, yeah. I think that's common with a lot of shows, though, with, like,
2: fight choreography. There's just mm-hmm. some shows that, like, do they, okay with it. They and put
0: then, the time in. Other places just yeah. don't. I mean, actors, the don't. The actors, they don't fight. Thank you, Jackie
2: We've Chan. all seen Jackie Chan, so we're yeah. all ruined for, yeah. like, most yeah. fight scenes <laughs> and most everything. You know? So, like, it's hard to, like, yeah. Uh, I'll jump in.
1: Yeah, I gave it a 10. Ten yep. across
2: the board. Ooh, I, wow. like,
1: again, it was a very close ten for me.
2: For me, like I, I agree that the the sword fights could have been better. It didn't yeah. matter. This show made me excited to own a four K TV, right? With yeah. HDR, <laughs> this thing <laughs> looks beautiful. incredible. And the sound, well, yes. Yeah, like the the Dolby Atmos, the Dolby mm-hmm. Vision, all of it, yeah, fantastic. But the uh, you know I don't have a whole lot to add to what you just said. Just, <laughs> That I will shout out the lighting. I think the lighting in a lot of scenes was crazy good, mm-hmm. and that, especially like, with the Harfoots. Yeah, yeah.
0: You know, with, there was so much. There clarity was a of, like,
1: of what they like. Oh, I mean, well, it was, you had you had really good
0: kind of the warm tones that you expect from Lord of the Rings when you go to the Shire. Yeah, right? yeah. same kind of tones placed on the heart, which fits because you know who they yeah. are. Yeah, and that that played through really well.
2: Mm-hmm. And I, I think the last thing I would say is that for me, the while well, the fight choreography, I agree, wasn't like. You know, blowing my mind or anything. Yeah. The gigantic moments that do happen, Mm -hmm. like Mount Doom, like uh, the Great Wave, Mm -hmm. all of that stuff for me was incredibly executed Mm -hmm. and looked fantastic. Like I went back and watched two or three of those scenes (laughs) just to be like, holy moly. Like I've never seen a TV show look this good on some levels. Yeah.
1: Especially whenever uh, at the final episode, whenever we're, I'm just assuming it's Gandalf at this point. Yeah, uh, I when think Gandalf or the is. Stranger. It, it 100% those.
0: Uh, well,
1: I, I mean, because they, they basically hit you over the head with the lines that he uses from yeah. Lord of the Rings. Well, is, and also,
0: I mean, he has a, a fondness for Hobbits. Yeah, he
1: does. Mm-hmm. Uh, Guess where but he came from. Whenever all of the leaves <laughs> and stuff are kind of like surrounding him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh man, it just looks so yeah. pretty. There's it's, a
2: lot of moments where I was impressed with the
1: visuals. Mm-hmm. Not only
2: just on like, quote, for TV, like in general. Yeah. You know, and that for me gave it a 10.
0: Yeah. Steven? I'm going to be harsh. Yeah. I gave it an eight. Ah. Four. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so the part of it is the intro. Yeah.
1: The, the intro was. You, was
0: had, you had something. Just hit me with some, you know, that like high-pitched, quavering India stuff and, and do the pour <laughs> from the trailer. Yeah. Say not that? that. Not that. But <laughs> just to, like, you had I don't had know if that's India. I don't. I have <laughs> no idea. <laughs> uh, but like, you had it right there and you just didn't yeah and that's that's a that's a knock mostly because like i skipped almost every intro i know and and i actually we'll we'll get into it when we get to score but i actually kind of liked the main theme mm. but you know what i didn't get to listen to it very often you know why i just didn't because love it amazon was like here's an ad skip Here's a recap, skip, here's an intro, skip, and then it was when like, you, okay, now we When get you there. have
1: other bangers in the soundtrack, like Numenor. Oh,
0: no, no, our oh. song is so good. Cool. I mean, oh, it's so good. That's, that's totally fine. fine. Mm, that it's one. Totally fine. Rips. Uh, co- <laughs> costuming, right? They learned the lesson from Wheel of Time. Yeah. When, <laughs> yeah. When you,
1: you have to actually, like, wear the clothes. Yeah, like,
0: like <laughs> when, when you want people to be, like, poor farmers, they, they actually wear their clothes. When you want people, they, they don't
1: look like some Manhattan. It's like something you got to wear. Spirit H- Halloween Indian
0: model, <laughs> or like when you want people to look like the wealthy nobility who don't do their own work. You did it. Like they found, they found that balance between these two. Yeah, Andrew's
1: dying I just, here. Sorry, I'm just imagining Rand in his like <laughs> Shepherd's Club, his walking eight hundred
0: dollar jacket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that would kill me. <sighs> and I, I have to say, again, like they learned, they learned that lesson really well. And I'm really thankful for it. Well, and what I'm curious about is like, did they learn or were
2: they in production simultaneously? It's just the showrunners on this show were like, we can't be, get that jacket out of here, put it in the trash. And then the people, will little time, like, ooh, what's this jacket? <laughs> this the trash. Trash. <laughs>
0: the trash. Hey, guys, so, I can hey, save us some hey, money. They, just, they just threw this out of the prop room, man. Grab it quick. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. had like three people who were assigned to just, Stand outside the door <laughs> of the Lord of the Rings room and just grab whatever Dumpster came out every day.
1: I mean, there there's definitely no way that that they weren't under production at the same time. So, right. like, I, I know that extent, my yeah. my general um, uh, idea of them like having a soft open for yeah. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> sure. I know that doesn't actually hold up in any kind of real world, but in my mind, it's still it still is real. It <laughs> <That's> still it's <not, laughs> real that's to me. me. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: now there are definitely some CGI.
1: Uh, the, the the wargs are pretty bad.
0: The so the early episode, the Chihuahua warg is what I've been calling it. <laughs> it has Chihuahua, the worst face. One? It's the one that confronts <laughs> the elves when they're in the they're digging.
1: They're digging in front of the tree uh, and out. they try to escape. It's, and it's and pretty it, rough. It's I'll have that, to go back and watch. It's it.
0: not even that the CGI yeah. is bad. It's just this creature doesn't fit this universe. This creature. Looks like it's gonna like leap out of the shadows and it's one of the hyenas from... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's like a <laughs> hyena from uh, The Lion King or something. Like, yeah. It's like Ed. <laughs> so do you know? Know? I think
2: they were just trying to differentiate it from like the
0: ones in the, the Lord of the other Rings? other wargs? Moves, I don't movies. Well, I don't they know. look different. Like the the wargs, I assume from like not from wolves, two wolves, but that we see later in rings a power look, yeah. vastly different from this one.
1: Well, I mean, it could be completely different. You know, like not every wolf Species. looks the same. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well,
0: it's it's the face, like the ones. <laughs> yes, from, they do. <laughs> the ones from uh, two towers one, are are also a much different face, right? They're yeah. much more mm-hmm. of a snub nose, mm-hmm. beady They're pugs. Yeah. They've, they've been bred they for, kind for of thousands are. of yeah. years. They kind of are. Uh, <laughs> They're very trouble breathing. Whereas these wargs kind, <laughs> kind of, of look like machine. crocodiles.
3: Doggy CPAP.
2: <laughs> we need a, a magical warg CPAP we're going to put on this thing. <laughs>
0: but, like, the costuming is great. Yeah. Uh, the sets, a lot of the places they go to look good. Uh, they learned a lesson. Someone learned a lesson. They went back and when they watched the prequels for Star Wars. Uh-huh. And they said, you know, a top-down shot walking into the doorway that has light coming out with a cloak behind you? We're going to do that. It looks good. It looks good, right? Yeah. yeah. And they, they learned that lesson. They they made use of it here.
1: There, there are some pretty cool shots, especially after the, essentially the cataclysm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the initial opening scene with Galadriel, like, kind of, like, you know, stumbling through yeah. with, like, ash on her mm-hmm. face. That everything. red mist, yeah. Oh, man. That I, was I, a good I, shot. I won't
0: lie. For that one, I was just kind of looking at this, like, why is everyone not just Pompeiied right now?
1: <laughs> I, mean, I mean, they weren't if, that close.
0: I mean, Close enough.
1: They're close. To, I mean, there was definitely a, fantasy a pyro- show. They were I know. Yeah. I know. It was a, it was <laughs> a pyroclastic event. Yeah. However, uh, this is still Middle Earth and not Earth. Yeah, though. Middle
0: Middle Earth is Earth. Mm. It is. So they actually show <laughs> hashtag not my Earth. They actually <laughs> they actually show uh, Galadriel when she you know, is in the ocean. At Galadriel, I've given up. I don't. know. <laughs> she looks up into the sky and you can see the Big Dipper. Oh, can you? Yeah, <laughs> well, in the stars. Oh, wow! Well, Only at that. true Tolkien fans know. I actually questioned, I, I actually, it made me question, I was like, wait a minute, was Middle Earth supposed to be like a, like a prehistory Earth? And I looked really at, mm. oh yeah, it is, okay, cool. Uh,
1: yeah, well, yeah, whatever.
0: We'll, Either way. We'll get into some other Very fun cool facts about that later. That but yeah yeah, 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 yeah. No, good, good visuals all around for the most part. Uh, a couple questionable moments, a couple questionable CGI's. The, the intro was... I challenge you to find any show, though, that is looks no, this there's, good. There's, yeah. there's no, there, there isn't. That's why I gave no it a 10. If
2: not in this, what? <laughs>
0: like, like, what gets a 10 if wants, this doesn't get a 10? We want to go further. You know? Push it further. <laughs> More money. More
2: money. <laughs> <funny. laughs> it's like Jeff Bezos is just throwing money into a furnace. <laughs> like on a steam train.
3: <laughs> More money.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, for a live action show, this is definitely the, the prettiest I've ever seen any kind of fantasy setting, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, just, oh, it's, it's breathtaking. It's really good. Well, and so I,
2: I've only, uh, I've started watching House of the Dragon also. I'm sorry. At the same time. And I think it's a, <laughs> for, uh, which is crazy to me on some level that, like, a lot of people are, like, acting like these shows are competing. They are or To me, not, they are, like, night and day. They're very different. No, they're, <laughs> if anything night and day. If you're watching both these simultaneously, this is, like, a respite from the dark, you know? Yeah, like it, it It's almost, like, a perfect... Back and forth if yeah. you're into this kind of stuff. It's a, it's a yeah. good
1: dichotomy, actually. But like, like
2: with with that show, like the, the costuming is great. Like there are so many little details on stuff mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. both. But then there are moments with the CG in House of the Dragon where it's mostly the key. I'll see yeah. it every now and then that it, it you can tell one and part was not there. on a green screen. Where on this show, I, I rarely had moments where I was like, Oh, that's obviously a green screen. Definitely a green there screen. were several times where
0: I was going, How? Yeah, did how, did, how did this you composite so this? Clean, <laughs> yeah, you
1: know, four hundred million dollars. That's how. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, four,
0: and sixty-five yeah, million yeah. dollars.
1: Okay, so let's move on to the performance. Performance. I, I, of the performance? I went first last time, so I'll go first. Go yeah. first. I gave it a seven. Yeah. Okay. Um, for me, overall, it's pretty good.
2: Uh, I think some of the performance issues could be down to writing issues. So I was kind of struggling on most how likely to score it, in terms of like. There are definitely
0: some actors that do better than others. And boy, there are some lines that, that you know, props to these these people for saying it with a straight face. Right. At least once. <laughs> well, it's it's anybody in science
2: fiction, fantasy, there's always going to be an actor where you, you got to be looking at your script going like, I don't even know what I'm saying. Here. <laughs> yeah. It's you know? a bunch of babble. <laughs> what does this even mean? You know, so props to everybody for saying it like you're saying with a straight face. Um for me, the Harfoots got a little bit grating at times. They could be a little extra. My problem with them was they were extra, and at the end of the day, I feel like they're just crappier hobbits. They are they're hobbits. They're proto hobbits. But, yeah. but they're hobbits that aren't <laughs> mischievous and
1: aren't as big about caring about each other. Well, and I'm like,
2: I, that's but, the whole thing that makes the hobbits cool. Well, no,
1: but that's the whole thing though. Is like <laughs> they, they these guys, like they are. Um, they are. Uh, what's the. Um, the word that, that you know. travel um, nomadic, nomadic. There yeah, we go. Yeah. Migrants, but, yeah, they're migrants, and they're sure. not really. they You know, like this is before the farming era, are, right? They are, they're I, I completely understand that. I just didn't like them as much as I like Boy, hobbits. we're going to we're going to fight know.
0: on this one because they're probably my favorite, some of my favorite oh, stuff God. in the thing. the whole thing. Oh yes. man, see, no, we're all we're all going to fight not. because yeah. I
1: probably have a different. Like so for me, like <laughs> Galadriel was
2: the actress that played her did good, but she was a bit one note. Again, I feel like that might be more down to the writing
0: than the writing. her
1: performance. That's kind of um, what I wrote or, down for or me, or
0: even the directing. Because I I Maybe, really wonder yeah. if sometimes she was just told make this face and she didn't and they're like. Yeah, that's good, and then it's on screen. I'm kind of like, what's going on here? Yeah. yeah. So
2: for me, again, I I think most of the performances were pretty good across the board. I, I, no one stood out as being terrible, you know, like like in unlike Wheel of Time, uh, where I can name half the cast and be like, they
0: shouldn't be allowed to be actors I anymore. Think, or or I think, Ryan's over here, like all the kids. I think <laughs> a lot of the
1: Southland uh, Southlanders were kind of tough. Like Bronwyn and Theo were were pretty tough for me to watch. Theo
2: did kind of get on my nerves. Bronwyn yeah, I see, okay. Ryan
1: just hates kids. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I, for
2: confirmed. me, kid actors, it's 10 or 2, man. You either nail it and you're incredible or, like, get out of here.
1: I I also had a problem with uh, Isildur and his um his uh, friends. Yeah. yeah. They they were a little yeah. over the top, I well, think. It felt
2: a little like, uh, uh, like a CW yeah. type yeah. level with them. Mm-hmm. They were a little bit over the top. But okay. generally, though, I every, gave every it a 7 because yeah, it was, because still, it was a good job.
0: pretty good. Mm-hmm. Well, it picking up from that with, like, Isildur and his friends, right? And saying it felt like a CW show, yeah. it's the kind of drama that you expect from like a modern TV show kind of, and yeah. not from this kind of fantasy setting. It, it is. Yeah. And so it kind of graded.
1: Now, you do get – a like I did like their progression of their characters yes. mm-hmm. through that because you actually see some actual development. Development, yes. Yeah. And
0: change, which is refreshing. Yeah. Uh, I personally – I really think for me the, the Harfoots were some of my favorite parts. Mm. Just because I really liked the 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 characters that they were. Uh it was very obvious who was gonna be who and how they played and interacted with each other. Like they were all identifiably the same group. Yeah. But they all played off each other because they're all distinct personalities. And yeah. I felt like good chemistry there, right? Like it felt like a group of people who have been tra- like when they're doing the uh the ceremony before they start the next journey where they're, you know, reminiscing oh, yeah. the left left behind, like yeah, that actually kind of hit, and you see, uh, like, they're going through all the the proud fellows and Poppy's crying, because that's her whole family, and it's right. like, yeah. man, like, this is brutal.
2: I, and I will say that, like, the bouncing back and forth and going to the Harfoots and stuff, mm-hmm. I felt
3: gave... It helped. It helped a, it helped a help. lot. Yeah. No,
2: not only just, you know, because that's getting a bit into plot, but I think with performances of, like, to go from, you know, something that's very, you know, serious, like the Galadriel serious. stuff, yeah. over to the Harfoots, performance-wise, felt, you know, pretty
1: mm-hmm. good.
0: Yeah, I... For me
1: personally – What did you give it?
0: Oh, I didn't give a score, did I? I gave them a seven.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, I felt like uh, Galadriel. Galadriel. And, and especially the early episodes was mm-hmm. probably the weakest part of the show for not just, just general plot, but just performances. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and a lot of that was probably just because what she's being given is terrible. <laughs> but again, sure. we'll get into that later. Yeah. Uh, and I know what relationship and chemistry Andrew wants to talk about, so I won't – talk there I'll just piggyback on his you want to get in
1: Uh, yeah so I also gave it a 7 hey consensus and uh, (laughs) it's uh, pretty much for the same stuff like I felt that Galadriel and uh, Halbrand's all the Numenor stuff was a little over the top for what I felt fantasy like what Lord of the Rings kind of would be and
0: and, uh, again this is Probably more plot, but it almost felt like we got too much of that. Like, I didn't need all of these storylines here. That, that is here. definitely
1: going to come into plot yeah. for me. Yeah, So, but my, honestly, my favorite was uh, Elrond. Yep. And I understand he's pretty boy Elrond. That's fine. Everyone can so be fine with it. I think he looks good. Uh, I loved his relationship with Durin. Him and Durin yes. was the highlight of the show for oh, me. Oh, it was. I want fan- a show that's just that. I know. Oh, <laughs> it's fantastic because, like... It, it was one of those things too, where you get, you know, you're like, oh, you know, elves and dwarves, you know, blah 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 mm. blah, and yeah. then like the second that Duran drops the line of like, it's been twenty years, and I have, a, I've had a whole life, I have kids, and then I, bet, like, I got yeah. married, and, yeah, and then you see Elrond's face, like, oh no, yeah, this is not like, I feel terrible for this because like, you yeah. know, you can definitely tell that they have good chemistry
0: mm-hmm. with each other. Well, and they felt like the realist relationship, yeah for Absolutely. for being as, yeah. as different a character as they are because that confrontation, right? He's like, well, you know, what do you have to say for that? And he, you know, Elrond's face falls and he says, congratulations, like, because I've missed yeah. all this, right? Like, that's yeah. the only thing he can say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I do, I, and, you know, we looked it up because we were like, man, is this dude's face? Like, is this, like, CGI'd? Because, <laughs> funny no, he, just has, he a, just has a, he a, a just got a face. Jaw, like, because the last time this happened to us, it was in Wheel of Time <laughs> and it was uh, Leandrin. And we were like, boy, she has got the sharpest cheek. Like you could cut freaking meat oh, on yeah. that. Like. <laughs> and we we're like, we we're like, well, this has got to be CJ. we were like, no, she just looks like that. I was like, holy crap! Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: Robert Armeo. Armeo, yeah. Is I mean, yeah, he just has that jaw.
0: Yeah, I, you know, maybe this is this is more spectacle. I have just given him long hair. Don't give them whatever they get. I don't need this 2020 coif-looking thing. But specifically with Duran and him, Uh
2: I also like the performances they gave in the later episodes when, like, the the, the ups and downs that their relationship takes over Mm -hmm. the course of this Mm -hmm. first season. And, like... The fact that by the, the last episode or towards the end, you can see how much they care about each other. Mm-hmm. And like when Durin goes off on his dad about how like he's like a brother to me. Yeah. You know, like
1: oh, yeah. Yeah. you feel it. You're like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. That, that was actually a great scene with him and his dad. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, obviously his dad has to be the leader, the stoic guy. Yeah, and mm-hmm. like, you know, the, uh, essentially the heel. And uh, Duren is just like pouring his heart out for something clearly that has never happened before in their relationship. Right. A, as a father and son. Right. And uh, and I, I also have to say, I really love Disa, his
0: wife. I was oh, actually, was I was uh, funding for uh, uh, I, Sophia Namvetti. Yeah. Sure. I've butchered her name. Uh, but yeah, her interactions with Durin are great. Mm-hmm. And again, it's a relationship that feels real. Yeah.
1: It feels like it's lived in. Like they've, like they're actually, they, they married. actually had
0: 20 years yeah. of this. They have kids, et cetera. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. I think uh, the guy that played Adar, did really good too of oh, being like yeah. kind of like
1: this creepy, aloof, you mm-hmm. know, uh corrupted elf,
0: father you know, of orc. Father of orcs. The yeah. scene with
1: uh him and Galadriel was really that strong.
2: Was, that was another one where like I feel like the writing was hitting on yeah. that, that scene mm-hmm. specifically. Yeah, because you
1: really get the creep of like she was like, well, what have they done to you? And it's like, I did this. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know. Well, and
2: when he was like, You could have stopped your search for yeah. you know, Sauron in the mirror, or your successor to
0: Morgoth in the mirror. Yeah, is, yeah. It's, like. Like, it's like,
2: oh, oh, oh got oh. her.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I, now another person. Uh, this is actually not a not a good call. This is kind of it's it's mostly just due to what they were given, I think. But Charlie mm-hmm. Vickers for Halbrand. Uh, yeah. he was we, a, he was a little stale. We could not stop calling him Discount Aragorn. <laughs> Discount Aragorn. <laughs>
1: I, I think, mean, like now. Granted, past the reveal, it makes a lot more sense of kind of like his person, like what he right. was. Right,
0: and, and we, we get into mm-hmm. the plot on some of this stuff because the reveal was—I don't know about you all was really obvious what was coming. No, I mean it was. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, yeah. it, it, well, it was pretty obvious up until, or it was like kind of clouded for like the first half, and then like it started once, getting, it yeah. started getting like, yeah. ooh, yeah, this is like definitely what it's going to be.
2: But his performance to me, like. It, it also kind of had some of those shades of CW at
1: times. Yes. Yeah, Yeah. Um, the, now, the final episode, I thought he did a fantastic job. Yeah. He did pretty good in the yeah. last episode. Uh, especially, he did, like, right. with I, him I think once conf- he, confronting her.
0: Yeah. Well, especially once he had more, because, like, when he had more to work with that wasn't just Galadriel. Yeah. Yeah. It helped. Because, like, so the, the scene with him in, on Numenor in the tavern, mm-hmm. like, that's almost a perfect Matt Cawthon impression, too. I don't know not, who that is. Wheel of Time. Oh, okay. Sure. Not to not to keep hitting the beating the <laughs> drum here, which I say that you haven't read the books. You haven't read the books. You nope. have this no is lost in on comparison. us. He's the scoundrel, the scamp. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was that kind of play of, well, he turns the crowd in his favor and then gets what he wants. Yeah. And it still didn't quite work out, but yeah. you know. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Are we done with performance? I think we're done. With performance, yeah? yeah. I think because I
2: mean, everything we keep butting into is like it's borderline plot. plot. It's, so it's. Let's get into we got the music. Performance got a seven, y'all. Like, yeah. it's, it's okay. It's some uneven performances, mm-hmm. maybe due to writing, maybe due to directing, maybe due to acting, but overall, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Score. Of the score. Steven, lead off with the score. Okay, I'm going to kick this off low. Okay. And I, I will I will say I debated between an eight and a seven. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. I ended up settling on a seven. Ooh. I don't know about that one. That's unfortunate, I think continue. the main theme is, is good to decent. It's not quite there mm-hmm. my biggest complaint because y'all are going to gush on this i know sure my yeah. biggest We're both ready. complaint <laughs> in this was there are so many moments where i was sitting there going do i need to turn subtitles on because y'all are just washing these people out talking with this
1: i never had that issue maybe you just need to have a better tv Get on get my
0: Dolby Atmos surround sound <laughs> system, yeah, I yeah, could hear yeah, everybody yeah.
1: just fine. Uh, on my, on my Sono surround sound, I had oh no problem. Gosh.
2: Like, all right, guys, let me well, run I, out. Am, I am curious. Like, so are you just watching on a soundbar, stereo TV? What are you doing? Just a TV. Just a TV.
0: Out, drop a I know. Grand.
3: Psychopath.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting lightheaded. <laughs> Do you need help? <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm watching <laughs> it. I'm watching it how most people <laughs> are watching it, which is just on a TV. I mean, that's <laughs> totally <laughs> fair. <laughs> Ryan's. Never coming over to my uh, house. Some hot
2: towels, (laughs) some water. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I can see. Well, then you probably have that problem with like
0: every show on earth. No, No, and that's the thing is I don't.
1: Now, now I will. I will say that there definitely were a couple times that we, um, you basically had to have subtitles because their accents are so so thick. Now, that's but that's not really weird weird name to one thing. That's not a
0: music problem. That's not. No, that's not a music problem. Uh, But we definitely kept like the volume kept creeping up on the TV. Yeah. into mm. higher, considerably higher, high enough of a range that when we stopped watching it went to something else, we both went, <laughs> <laughs> It's
1: like blowing you away. Yeah. It's like a back to the future. Yeah. But I'm
0: like, <laughs> the music was good. I did feel, especially early, like later episodes, I think the music got much better. Mm-hmm. I, it did feel early on that I felt kind of bad for Bear because it almost felt like he got trapped in this, this spot of doing an impression of Howard because people expect more of the rings they expect an impression of Howard Shore, but he's also accomplished he needs to be able to express himself in this
1: i think he did a pretty good job
0: again i think it gets a lot better in later especially because we have more emotional weight in later episodes and so Mm -hmm. then the music can really come in and hit there Mm -hmm. but especially early on i was much more just like oof am i is this because i mean like Lord of the Rings and Hobbit music is in regular rotation. I listen to it all the time. And I was actually debating, is, is this stuff going to make it in? And some of the later stuff definitely will.
1: Yeah, so uh, I'll definitely say that, like, if I ever had to review the music for just a Lord of the Rings film, it would probably be just a perfect 10 because it's almost, like, phenomenally Yeah, I, I don't yeah, know like, that I
0: could not give it yeah, to like, I was really struggling.
1: And Bear McCreary did a fantastic job. at. I'll, I'm not even going to say
0: an impression,
1: but a, a motif— Right. um like
0: well, he's kind of he's kind of trapped in this this in between where it's like well it's people expect of, lord of the rings it's a bit of a
1: lose lose for yeah. him yeah yeah it is yes and uh, so i gave it an 8 okay uh, and i okay. gave it an 8 because one i actually didn't i really did not like the howard shore track no it's my it, least favorite track it took on away the whole a lot soundtrack. from me yeah and the but that's really like there's so, a couple so what you don't
0: know is when Howard Shore was going to make that track, they showed him what they'd already filmed for the <laughs> intro and he kept falling asleep.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I mean, he's a fantastic composer. Right. Right? I just think, you know, he just missed on that specific one. Yeah. Now, the the rest of the, like, there are some banger tracks on the soundtrack. Absolutely. Not even including just like any of like the actual BGM tracks like Numenor or, um, I think it was like The Shuddering Sea, which is really good. Mm-hmm. Then, um, but the, uh, um, the the actual spoken song or the, the sung songs oh yeah so the wandering the one with um, Fiona Apple yeah yeah uh, no not Fiona Apple Fiona Apple no uh, yeah. not not the not ending that. song oh okay no not at all you mean Still, the chanting and stuff yeah the, Gotta um, get it. well the non pot one is fun but the uh, the wandering um, oh the, the, song the poppy song or whatever? like the walking song yeah the walking song it's wandering life or something yeah like. it did yeah. that one
0: like that there was nothing right. nothing in this that hit. The way that something like Misty Mountains oh, or I don't know. That, Into that the song, West like, hits,
1: I got I got a little teary eyed from that song. Like that, I, was, it's
0: a good song. I just don't think it hits the same heights as some of the other sung songs you get, like Lord of the Rings. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, like it's it, you're never gonna beat um, the song that Pippin sings,
0: uh, yeah, no, in, in Return you, well, of the King. And like, again, dude's eating the tomatoes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he's mutilating these tomatoes. Uh, eating like a psychopath. How, how Andrew eats breakfast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I gave it an eight. I, like, the, the soundtrack is really good. It's already in my general rotation. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I'll, I'll absolutely listen to it, and I will know that it's ranks of power. Yes. I gave it a nine. Yeah.
2: I love this soundtrack. I'm a huge Bear McCreary fan, though, like from way He knocked it out of the park. I disagree. I don't think he was doing an impersonation of Howard Shore. I, I heard a lot of McCreary in these songs. Maybe
1: I just haven't heard enough of his stuff.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, plays... I didn't watch,
0: like, The Walking Dead. So. Yeah.
2: So, I, walk, watching The Walking Dead, watching Battlestar Galactica, hearing, like, a bunch of other stuff he's done for games, like, there's a lot of, I felt like this was very much a Bear McCreary soundtrack. And for me, I loved that the songs oscillated so different between the dwarven stuff the Galadriel stuff <laughs> the harfoot stuff everything had its own like style it's all
0: location specific yeah, yeah. and yeah
2: it, for me it helped guide like you know where, where we, we were are. Yeah. was very easily recognizable by the songs and i think some of the um the motifs he has he repeats mm-hmm. in other songs and so there's kind of like some some bleed through, even though there's different styles, and, like, I, I've had this soundtrack on repeat since we started watching the show. Yeah. Like, I love it. Nine. Yeah, that's great. Nine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we've, we've been flirting with it all episodes. Let's, yeah. let's talk about some plot. Let's get into yep. the plot. Who wants to lead it
2: off? I want you to start. Okay, I gave it a six. Yeah. Um, the plot for me was the weakest point, and not because of any overarching like story necessarily choices? plot points yeah, yeah like the 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 story itself is fine for me it was the writing was just inconsistent you know we've mm-hmm. brought yeah, there's there some scenes times. that
1: were really good and some scenes the, that were
2: like eh. the dialogue in some scenes was just like wow that's a good line <laughs> you know like that was really good and then again like specifically when i'm trying to remember what, the, what they said exactly i can't remember word for word but it was when the, um, the Harfoots were about to go look for the stranger mm-hmm. in like the next to last or last episode. Yeah. Um, the, the whole interaction, like I was saying what they were about to say before they said it. Yep. And she's yeah. she's like, I've got to go find him. You're not going alone. You're not going alone. It's like, oh my God. And then it was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, we're all going to die anyways. We're all going to die anyways. I was like, was this written by an AI? You <laughs> know? And so for me, the, the, the writing just was inconsistent. There's yeah. some scenes yeah. that like, you know, were really well done. Others wouldn't. Um. The a lot of the characters to kind of resist the call to adventure for too long for me, like we know y'all are going to go on this adventure, yeah. And there was a lot of time for me pacing wise wasted on like mm-hmm. people waffling or people being too reluctant to be a part of it. Then I was like, or like false starts to the false adventure. false starts. Yeah. yeah, it's like just go. We know you're gonna do it. Yeah, spend like, get on with it. <laughs> I would have much rather had that time be spent with like just a little bit of setup of like what the Valar are and how they're important to this world. Because, mm-hmm. like, my knowledge of it came from a podcast where they review that stuff. If I was just basing it off of this show, like, I, I asked my brother, like, what do you think the Valar are? He goes, I don't know, like, angels? Or are they, like, God? And I was like, <laughs> see, like, based on just what they tell you in the show, yeah. you don't have enough, not enough to, like, understand. Yeah. And, like, where Numenor came from, they don't get into any, which may be, like, a rights issue, you know, mm-hmm. of, like, what they have uh, access to um
0: kind of ish i don't know like numenor is created i don't know if it's technically created at at the end of the first stage or after the first stage because it's it's yeah. a reward for what the people of man did, did in the yeah. fight against morgoth
2: right yeah so it could have been they didn't get into that because of right its a, a possible stuff. they're touching on too much of it right mm-hmm. the other two things i do want to say is that the the stakes were kind of low because I know these characters survive some stuff. Some of them, yeah. There were too many death fakeouts for me, where it was like, "This person, oh, they're dead. Oh, they're alive. Oh, they're Which, dead."
1: Uh, so, like, um... Uh, trying to think of some death fakeouts. The the mom,
2: oh, Bronwyn. Bronwyn Bra- 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 almost died.
1: died like twice. And she should have died at least the second time.
2: Isildur, they're like, oh, he's dead. It's like absolutely not. He's well, in the, <laughs> the race. <laughs> well, it's necessary. Well, but,
1: so, I I think that one's forgivable, just because it is for the characters themselves. Sure. That that is a different trial that they have to basically come to terms with. And the fact that they didn't actually reveal that he was still alive in the show is I actually like that choice just because of the fact that even though we like we as an audience know, yeah. I don't th- it means more in universe the fact that they just left. Like they're like it's right. not like oh he just walked out of the ashes, you know, an hour later. Right, right, right. and and his dad thought he was dead like no they're all the way back in Numenor so yeah. that's gonna be a whole yeah which
0: you need right again we have five seasons yeah they, they need more story to fit in here mm-hmm. otherwise like we could have this wrapped up in three
1: yeah yeah, yeah. So that that's kind of why like that that specific like i don't think that's a fake out I think that's just more on the lines of that's gonna be character development for for the well, characters. future season that's, that's yeah.
0: also a risk too obviously we haven't gotten there yet we're not yeah. in season two yet because it doesn't exist. It won't exist until
1: 2024.
0: I mean,
2: this is a very expensive. Yeah. Thing. Takes a long time to yeah. make this movie.
0: <laughs> so I got one last thing. Right. And
2: then we can, yeah, someone yeah. else can jump in. The, the Harfoots being dumb for plot reasons got grading by the end of it for me. Like when he's about to like try to save the tree and they're just like, let's get as close to this magic dude that's almost killed us eight times as we possibly can. And I was like, <laughs> back up. Give this guy room when you give see give him doing weird magic. <laughs> like, clearly, it's a threat. Like, you've almost died, like, four times. When she grabs his arm when it's being frozen, I'm like, what are you even doing? Why would you even touch Why would you this? E-? Yeah. Like, that? That's where the Harfoots got the most grating on me was when they kept introducing themselves oh, into danger for, like, just, I guess. It, for me, it felt like cheap drama of, like, why are you grabbing that? Like after like the third or fourth time where they yeah. put
0: themselves uh-huh. in
1: danger, I was like, okay, can, I'm done uh, with all, this. All
0: I could see in that was fool of a duck. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't right. disagree with that, but I also don't think that that would be that that was not something that bothered me. Right. It yeah. bothered me. Yeah. It <laughs>
0: didn't get on my nerves at all. Uh, I also gave plot a six. Yeah. Uh, I think there are a lot of pacing issues here. Yeah. And sometimes kind of the jump back and forth, uh like we would jump from one place to another and then we'd ignore the place we left for almost the an entire episode. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we come back to it. And it's like we we really needed to not sit in this one location with these smaller pieces of story here for so long. We need to keep these other things. Like, the momentum we, like we avoided felt weird. the the elves and dwarves storyline for a long time. It was it
2: was almost yeah. like an
1: episode and a half.
2: Yeah. And then when they got into it, it was like
0: Yes.
1: Like, yeah. Why yeah. Really? yeah. Why like, are we all side-stepping I just want this. this? Yeah. yeah. Uh
0: I, I do I have a hard time not like you know, jumping in on like in the book or in the you know <laughs> the lore or, or yeah. stuff like that because uh, there's there a lot of choices that are made here.
1: I so but that's the thing though. I this is I'm I think I said the exact same thing on Wheel of Time, and we are not reviewing a comparison between the books no, and we're the not. series. We are reviewing the series that we saw.
0: It just it made for some weird. Like, and this is, like, this is a small nitpicky example, right? Mm. But, like, in the first episode, they introduce Elrond, and they're, like, they're at a meeting for elf Lord, so you're not invited, because he's, oh, half elven. It's mm-hmm. like, the people who are half elven are some of the most famous people with it. Like, he is, he's not just, like, a lord's lord's lord. He's descendant of a Meyer, like, essentially an angel. Like yeah. Like, is one of his grandparents. Mm-hmm. Like, the dude is so far above, basically, everybody else here who isn't Gilgalad, essentially. Yeah for them to kind of throw stuff like that out there, it, it had that feel of, we read the books, like we, you know, drank a uh, LaCroix kind of thing. <laughs> like, there's just a little hint of Oh, he's half-elven, so they don't like him as much. Like, bro, no, like his his father is the whole reason they can even potentially go back to uh, Val. Yeah. He, they don't like, really get into that. They in can't. The right. Yeah. But they do bring up, they they name drop who his father is. Absolutely. And was a big deal. They, but, they, can't, like, they don't really go into why. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so stuff like that, like it kind of, it was not like, oh, well, this one thing cost them a point. It just added up over time, where they it kept happening. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like other things of, oh, we have to compact three thousand years, and yeah, that's fine. Like you, you, you chose this yourself. Yeah, and I hope you find a way to maneuver it. And sometimes it works, and sometimes it didn't feel like it worked. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of some of the look over here. Oh, oh, uh, I know my my other major complaint. Mm-hmm. I do not want. National Treasure Middle Earth. Okay. I do not want it. I I mean like they're following the symbol of Sauron and now they go to the map and they turn the symbol sideways and oh my gosh, it matches the map. uh (laughs) And now we have and now we have the the broken sword and the broken sword plugs into this and you turn it and now the the valves work in the water. I don't know, I don't need any of this kind of stuff in Middle Earth, please.
1: Okay. That I mean that I guess that didn't really Maybe that just didn't register with me. Yeah, that, or, that wasn't a blip on my radar. Yeah, <laughs> it, it,
0: it annoyed me to no end, just kind of constant stuff like that. Uh, some of the other things I'll get into in entertainment, I'll let Andrew pick up.
1: Sure. Uh, so I give it seven mm-hmm. for plot. Uh, I thought mostly for the same things, like there's some pacing, pacing issues. I think that uh, it, it's really weird because I think all the storylines that they told were important to what they were doing for season one. Mm-hmm. But I feel that there was one too many stories that they were telling. Yeah. Where it felt like if you removed one of those, then you have so many more options to to fill in some of the blanks of, like, uh, like instead of, like, them basically being all in one episode on the ocean. Oh, we're going to go up the river. Now we're on horses. And now we're fighting in right. the Southlands. Yeah. Those kind of things were, like, if you just did that. The episode beforehand, where like they're right. they're on the ground,
0: they're on the way, they're they're about to they're gonna be here in time. Instead of just feeling like they like teleported, yeah, on horse. Like, off like, coast, it on out. yeah, like yeah.
1: those kind of things. Where like that was probably my biggest like you know I'll say cinema sin for that of like come on guys, like you had you had a whole lot of time in Numenor where you could have just spent
0: you, spent some time getting us here. Yeah, already. just, yeah,
1: just well, yeah. leave like two scenes earlier, and then that's all we need. I do feel like they stayed in Numenor Numenor
0: Numenor for too
1: long. I think I think it was like maybe one episode too long. Yeah, yeah they were there a while. Like yeah. they could have wrapped that up a lot yeah. quicker, I feel like. Yeah, so like those kind of things were um were really what kind of knocked it for me. Mm-hmm. But the I, the stuff that I did like though, I really enjoyed the Harfoots. I thought they were fun. The Uh, And they they had lots of personality, right? Yes.
0: Mm -hmm. And we needed that. I'm not going to lie. We needed that. Because
1: they're they're definitely the only, like, funny ones besides, I guess, like, Duren. But even then, that was much more of an emotional storyline by the end Mm -hmm. where, like, you didn't get, like, the kind of, like, oh, the dwarves are quirky and funny because, you know, they're just, like, (laughs) this little (laughs) mountain, you know. So you get a lot of that kind of stuff. And then uh, I really did enjoy the you know, obviously the the clear fake out with the 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 servants of Sauron um being like, Well you're Sauron to the to the that was, stranger that was so dumb. Oh yeah, let's get into the 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 last dumb. episode and the,
0: the
2: big reveal yeah there in the plot. If you're done. Yeah I'm no sorry. that's fine yeah yeah. You, I was I, I don't want
0: us to gloss over yeah entertain yeah, yeah, yeah. entertainment. So
2: like for me the the reveal that that Halbrand was Sauron was like pretty obvious, at least like halfway through the season. About about halfway through I was kinda like it but the first half I was like it could be the stranger or it could be could be the stranger Halbernd. could be him
0: so,
1: I thought for a
2: minute I was like maybe it is the stranger and no, it's like going to be weird that no. like he's learning how to like love and then all yep. of a sudden he's going to be like too bad so sad or I, I thought maybe like, what, what if <laughs> what if I'm evil? And I was like what if somebody like kills the harfoots and he's like
0: you know what nuke this place <laughs> I was like that would have been interesting But now, too. but now we're just taking you know again one of the most evil people in right. Well, he's, Fantasy, the, he's just the manifestation. We've, we've given of him evil. a reason. Yeah, Even, like, yeah, we've given him a reason to be evil. So yeah, I, I, weird. I felt
2: like though that the, the the reveal of it was was okay. Don again. I was I kind of expected it. And when we started that episode, as soon as he's like, oh, I'm in the workshop of Selma yeah. Brimbor, I was like, oh, how convenient. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa,
0: what if I should find myself here? <laughs> oh,
1: man, yeah. What if you took it and made
2: a ring? <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, a circle. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, like at that point, they were just hitting you over the head with it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did like the the servants of Sauron were pretty pretty interesting, though.
2: Yeah. They looked like they were in that South African band, Die Aren'twood. <laughs> <or whatever.
0: laughs> so I, I liked... The way they look, right? The costumes were great, yeah, and and boy, whoever they found or gave her like contacts or whatever, but man, she looked creepy as all get out, super creepy. And the the shape shifting thing, where like like is Nori and like drops it down the eye, yeah, like that was good. Uh The the actual plot of that was dumb. Yeah, I I guess. Dumb.
1: I mean, well, it doesn't like it because they're just servant, like essentially cultists for Sauron. They like them like basically making the mistake that they think that he's it's him. Kind of funny, but well, it's also it, a throw off. Well, it's a throw off, but then it also would kind of make sense too because they don't know what he looks like, right? Yeah, well, he's but a shapeshifter; he, he can take any form. Yeah, that's the form. thing too. I
2: think that I would have loved if they could have carved out some other storylines and put a little more in there about like what they're bit. doing and what mm-hmm. why they would think this dude yeah. is Sauron. You know, like and then yeah. get into it so that when we get to that point. We're not just like, oh, they just think he's that because he fell from the sky, I guess. Yeah. You know, like yeah. there, there was a few points in the, the, the finale or in that, that ending where I felt like if they could have had just a little more setup in mm-hmm. a previous
1: episode, I, it would have made the payoff better. Yeah. Again, kind of going back to my thing of like if you maybe removed one of the storylines, like yeah. maybe with yeah. the Southlanders just a little bit. To where then you have a little bit more extra time with some of these other, like, side so, stories.
0: So what's funny is, like, there, there are a lot of people who objected on, based on timeline complaints, of the Harfoots being in the show, right? Uh, because if we play with lore, you could play that Hobbits probably existed in the Second Age, they just weren't known. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and that's fine. Uh, because... I was one of these people where I was like, I don't know if I need hobbits, and then like I started watching the shows, like, like, man, I desperately need, need this you need story. The comedy line. relief. But at the same time, it spent so much time kind of playing around with what, to me at least, felt like a really obvious, oh, it's going to be Gandalf, and they're trying to do it as yeah. a fake out, yeah, which also messes up the timeline again from books, the timeline of when the Astari actually arrived. Yeah, they're he's way early, apparently right now, um, depending on what year they think this is. I don't know. I can't, again, I can't. <laughs> I mean, presumably it's towards the end of the second age. I, I mean, right? well, it has to be just right? because of just how people just get old. So, in the books, when does Gandalf like show up? 1000, the year 1000 of the third age. Okay. So, so he's yeah. like in S- the third Sauron's age. been then. defeated. Yeah. He, and he shows up like a normal person would coming from Valor on a boat right. to the gray haven. Yeah. Which not is, like
1: through the sky in a meteor. Not a, got not got a got random
0: out. meteor to nowhere. <laughs>
1: I mean, I thought the random meter was pretty cool. Yeah, I, I mean, thought it was, cool. it, was um, it
0: was cool. It was also one of these things where it was like technically, this is like an, an agent of the gods sent down to help. So when he gets there, he doesn't know who he is, where he is, why he is, and can't and he is talk. No like, help. Weird. Like and. <laughs> Can, has enough power, potentially, to just randomly destroy whatever. Like, y'all are doing a bang-up job, gods. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, that's just kind of part of it sometimes. Yeah, But the, the Halbrand as Sauron, I don't know. It felt like as soon as he got to Numenor, it was like, oh, this is obviously going to be him. Because he's interested in smithing. He's up to no mm-hmm. good, right? Steals, gets confronted, should be in a situation like eight on one or whatever, where he should just, you know, get beat up. And he turns around and basically just rips the dude's jaw off with his bare hand. <laughs> And suddenly, like, we've gone from, well, he's some, like, vagabond who is, your know, castaway. Yeah. Who has skills way stronger than you should be. And when, by the time we get towards the end of the show, like, dude's, like, wearing armor, using a sword, no big deal, riding the horse. Like, okay, you're you something else. Like, you can't just well, be.
2: for me, I thought, like, where they, they did a decent job of trying to misdirect you yeah. away from that was with the, like, he didn't want to go to Middle-earth. Yeah. Galadriel convinced him. I mean, you know. Well, you can debate how yeah, effective that was, but for me, I was like, "Oh, well, maybe he's not Sauron." But, again, this is this yeah.
0: is the problem with having some knowledge of the the books and mm-hmm. the lore is where Sauron really makes his mark is Numenor. Yeah, is it Numenor. Well, I
1: thought it was actually the basically the the advisor, the vizier, or whatever. Farazon? Yeah, like I thought it was actually him for a, a decent amount, just because I'm like, well, I know that Sauron like basically makes his name in. Numenor mm-hmm. and that like he's part of the reason why it falls he is the reason he's like, the,
0: the instigator yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if you want me to give that away I don't I don't think y'all want me to, to throw that out here right now I mean because nah, they may yeah, cover it in future seasons. yeah it, it has, yeah. It, it has it, it's going it has to be like yeah. if they want to fill in these episodes some of what's going to happen has to be in there so yeah, yeah.
1: but yeah so that's kind of the thing is like I actually thought it was him because I know mm-hmm. that like in the in lore he was more of like a politician kind of yeah, not a politician, uh, but like he was—he was integral into like Numenorian like government.
0: Yes, I mean he's—he's he's the nephew of the king. Yeah, and and he's a big part, and he will be a big part going forward. Like yeah, just just outright. If they're gonna tell this story, he's gonna be a figure for at least another season or two. Yeah, easy. Uh, what but else we have? Enter, Are we entertainment? Yeah, entertainment. I think so. Yeah.
2: Okay, so real quick, what did y'all think of Galadriel's storyline?
0: Um, Galadriel.
1: I thought it was pretty weak.
0: They did not do her any service with our first, like, two-episode introduction of, like, we're going through the bitter cold, and I'm your mm-hmm. leader, and I'm just going to leave you behind because you've fallen down. Like, you're a terrible leader. I mean, This is a I tough spot to recover I, from.
2: I liked it to a degree. I just feel like it was, like—
1: I thought it got a lot better— at the end, towards yes. the end, yeah. yeah. When, whenever, especially like, uh, whenever she realizes like how much she messed up. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was when it was like. like she, she actually yeah.
0: started by by the time we got to the last two episodes, she had a turn, and you can see some glimmering of the the being the beacon of wisdom that she is. By the yeah. time we get to Lord of the Rings, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they had a missed opportunity, and this is like a plot issue, maybe. Mm-hmm. Of, like, early on, right, you know, she's she's the military leader. She's really determined, bound, you know, bound to determine everything. And it wasn't until, what, episode seven that we drop that her husband has been missing. Yeah. That, yeah. if they had dropped that earlier... it', it going to give a little bit more emotional weight. Right. And, like, yeah. like her decision at, essentially, the gates of Valinor to not go. Like, if we know that her husband could still be out there... Yeah. Then, like, suddenly there's way more weight to these kind of choices. Mm-hmm. And, like, her being so driven and, like, we won't yeah. stop... Again, like you can justify this a lot more easy of well, my husband, you know, it's it, we're elves, my husband's been missing for a couple hundred years. He could still be alive and I've been looking. Yeah. That's part of this like the reason that's, either yeah. I'm avenging him or I'm finding him and rescuing him. Yeah, right? th- yeah. that's
1: my drive. Yeah. Like yeah, I that's feel like a, that would have punched it up a way, lot better. A
0: way more understandable emotion. Cause for most of this, I was like, well, I guess Kelleborn's just not a thing. And I had that <laughs> moment of, are we gonna marry? Elrond and Galadriel? Because that's all kinds of messed up. Because she's yeah. his
1: uh, mother-in-law, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. If we get yeah. into the... Uh,
1: like to, like the actual the lore. The actual lore. Yeah.
0: Well, theoretically, right, like this is supposed to line up with Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So if we're going to line it up, then yeah, we need Galadriel and Celeborn to have a daughter for Elrond to marry. Yeah. To have Arwen.
2: <laughs> so... Do you think that it's because these showrunners are inexperienced is why it was kind of inconsistent? I, and
0: I don't know. And I... It, the, like props
2: the, to them for this being your first show as showrunners. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they did great. But at the same time, like, I guess I'm just surprised that with as good as the visuals are and to me how good the music was. The, the plot
1: was still a little, little wonky. It's the one place yeah. where I was like...
2: And I'm not even well, mad about, you know, uh, uh, being true to the books because I've never read them. Yeah. It's more of a just like... I don't know if like more experienced showrunners could have like guided this elevated to a, a, a better, better different yeah. well,
0: I think the real challenge is again, they're dealing with huge time compression, right? They have to cover mm-hmm. a, you know thousands of years, so and, you have to pick and choose what happens when like you can't go in the order it does well, and that's kind book-wise. of the big
1: problem with uh, i'll I'll say Tolkien's general idea that elves just essentially can't die,
0: uh, they are immortal, yes. yeah
1: and mm-hmm. and because of that, you have like you know, because you have these immortal beings, you have to write around the fact that they are they're living for so they're living for so long that it just kind of you kind of like wrote into your own Deus Ex Machina at that point. Mm-hmm. Because like at, at some point, they're just so smart and they have so much knowledge that like in theory, they shouldn't make any mistakes. You're basically
0: infallible, right? Yeah. 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 Well, and. Oh, well, that's entertainment, but we'll we'll get there, I guess. Uh, Let's just go ahead and just, get into entertainment. entertainment. Yeah. Uh, who wants to go first? You? Oh, me? Yeah. Okay. I, I gave it. I've I waffled really hard. Seven, six, seven, six. I gave it a seven. Okay. Where I ended up. Uh, you know, I can I can make some not, like we can go into like lore, or whatever stuff, and that's fine. That's its own little world. Uh, I I do think that they faced a lot of challenges in condensing this mm-hmm. and yeah. and getting stuff back into its own order and. Honestly, Second Age, outside of the timelines that Tolkien wrote, is pretty barren. There's not a whole lot, like, there, there is no plot, there's no narrative you can go to and say, well, we're going to adapt this story. So they are almost completely on their own for this. They yeah. are. And so that is certainly, that certainly hurt them. For better or for worse. Right, yeah. 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 Like, there, yeah. Is, there is canvas to be worked with here, but, you know, I don't mm-hmm. know about y'all, you have the big blank Word document with the cursor blinking at the top, like, that's hard. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so they, they definitely had some challenges here, and we already hit on it. Like I think uh, one of the biggest things that they could have done to really make Galadriel feel like a—, a Galadriel. Oh, my God. The way you say I it sounds don't. like a cold medicine. Galadriel. Galadriel. Gal- I just— <laughs> I Galadriel. Just, I hate— Because it feels like we're in the show. We're just talking like normal, which is what they did. It's like Galadriel. 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 Uh, but they could have made her much more understandable and sympathetic. Yeah, if we yeah. had just gotten the husband thing early, because she was just basically yeah. mad the whole time. She's just she's just kind of a jerk. And also, uh, I don't was it episode three where we have the storylines where uh, Galadriel is on Numenor and <laughs> Arandir is captured by the orcs. <laughs> yeah, and it's episode three. I, I at some point in that episode, I turned to Lauren and was like. This is this episode title should just be "Elves Are the Worst Prisoners Ever." It's like <laughs> y'all are y'all are, like none of y'all have an, an idea of how to be like Layla like. You've, you live for thousands of years you'd think you'd understand the concept of lay low for a week or two and then we can escape or whatever yeah or like you come in here and you just immediately like I'm big I'm bad I'm in charge and it's like you're but you're cap- like you're maybe no elf has ever been captured yeah. There's no <laughs> <bit right>? like,
1: <laughs> they're, they don't, do what, uncharted
0: they don't, they don't know what
1: to do well basically uh, all the arcs that work or all the elves that were captured turned into orcs
2: well it's like, like they yeah. said they didn't have a, a, a word for death until
0: you know yeah, whatever. Yeah. maybe they didn't
2: have a word for like ca- escape ca- or, ca- <laughs> or <something. laughs> what do we do I
3: don't know what that do
0: <laughs> but the uh, there were some things uh, kind of hitting on the capture where we we kind of dipped into the Legolas uh, pool of, yeah. of like oh wow like you are so physically capable beyond everything else why are you even captured
1: I mean you know yeah. he, he was definitely like I, see, this is the problem when you have uh-huh. immortal beings that can see far, hear far. Like they and, have so many advantages. Like, They have so many advantages. There's no way that he, in theory, should have been caught. Like, like basically, like, yeah. like uh, snuck up on. Right? Yeah. 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 I, I, I don't know. Like it,
0: it, it threw me. I but that,
1: that is just a problem of Tolkien writing and not the story itself. Because well, it's, at some point, it, like someone has to forget that they have it's, a superpower. It's not yeah. a
0: problem of Tolkien writing because in his writing, we were never elves as like we never got elves perspective we are always the hobbits looking up at the elves yeah and then they can be these superpowered beings because it's the hobbits that get captured right yeah and it's it's just a it's a problem with the actual story approach of well, we need to tell us from the elves perspective well well, how do you have them make mistakes and it feel well still feel like they're elves because there are a lot of scenes where it's like this could just be two humans arguing and i'd buy it you know (laughs) yeah uh so there were issues it's not like it was bad i didn't and sit there, and be like, mmm, "I heard this." Yeah. Or something,
1: you know. Yeah, Andrew, I gave Ryan? it a nine. Woo! That I was spicy. Um, I loved uh, pretty much the whole show. Like, it was always re- like, I genuinely like wanted to sit down and watch it. Mm-hmm. Which, especially for like an hour and ten minute episode, you know, once every week, like that is a hard sell when I'm already watching so many other shows. Mm-hmm. Not even including the stuff that we do for the podcast, and and then so like me taking out my, you know, a chunk of my time for an hour something on episode mm-hmm. is, I mean, like, that's already a, a pretty big jump. Right. And I just, like, the music was great. The visuals were fantastic. I just loved being back in Middle Earth. Yes. And, and that, was, yeah. that was my favorite part is it felt like Lord of the Rings. It felt like just an extension of what I already loved.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's absolutely fair because there are a lot of scenes and sequences where you're like, yeah, yeah. Like This is this is what uh, I yeah. want. Oh
1: man, when they're when like just like the full line of all the horses and armor riding across that uh, that plain. Oh yeah. Oh man, just that shot. I'm like, oh yes, give me more horses and armor, I, please.
0: I, ironically, <laughs> I I was a little annoyed at that shot because of course it was, you were. It, well, it was it was the reverse <laughs> of the ride of the Rahiram where they're like in single file instead of an actual running like, backwards broad charge. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like so we're gonna be like. We got thousands of us. And we're gonna run in here two at a time. <laughs> I know you had to cross a bridge, but it's one of these things where it's like this feels like the scene, but it also feels weird.
1: Yeah, uh, well, it's just a really pretty shot, and it I, is. Like, yeah. I I love
0: the scenery. Is just horse yes. armor. Also,
1: I have to he likes I, horses and armor. No, okay. So I have to also say too, mm-hmm. and this is this is a core belief difference between the showrunners of the original Game of Thrones and this show. Mm-hmm. They killed a horse in Game of Thrones. They. They, they almost killed. They, they hurt. They hurt a horse in this one. They also
0: absolutely tripped the crap out of and, a horse. And, yeah.
1: and then they show the what? horse get back up and walk away.
0: They did. They made sure, although that was actually the scene itself was an issue of all three of them left from the same point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. somehow this dude we're, met we're gonna, them from the front. But uh, he's yeah. Sauron, he's so we accept it. He just did whatever he needed to do to get out in front of this. Yeah, because yeah. so he could
1: you know boop, boop, you know yeah. just he, he used
0: the dark speech to speed yeah. that horse, horse up. up. Yeah, but, yeah would, but
1: that's the thing is like like from that perspective, mm-hmm. you didn't kill the horse. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Well, and they also have the other horse, uh, Isildur's horse, mm-hmm. hurt, but it's not like in threat. And it, t- t- based on the end of the show, maybe it's going to go help or, yeah. or whatever. So it's it's much more respectful.
1: Mm-hmm. And, it's and, it's
0: much less of a like a grim dark view of of wars that you know.
1: Yeah. Well, and, and I'll definitely say this, too, is what I really liked. And, and maybe this is just because Tolkien writing and I grew up on a horse farm with that kind of stuff. But he genuinely loved
0: horses. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is a guy who fought in World War I and yeah. experienced the horrors of Battlefield. A, a battlefield where there are a lot of horses that die. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. this, is, this, is, this was his experiences. You know, he was yeah. in the Battle of the Somme, so. Yeah, so I'm just
1: I'm just glad that they didn't kill the horse. Yeah. So, thank you for that, showrunner. You did, <laughs> a, you did good, yeah. <laughs> That's one point right there. One whole point. Nice. I gave it a seven. Yeah? Uh, I liked it.
2: I, I enjoyed it. I feel like, uh, obviously, it was gorgeous. i don't want mm-hmm. to repeat everything. I think the Elrond-Durin stuff is definitely my favorite yep. part of the show. Um, I just wish it had been a little more consistent. There, there were a lot of scenes that, I, I guess the way I would describe it is it's like that, that trope. Like when um, Theo... Is like sneaking uh uh through the the orc camp yeah. in the well he's like I think I'm past him I was like there's a dude around the corner yeah it's kind of like <laughs> guy here yeah like, and then they grab him and it's like and then when he's on the ground about to get killed I'm like somebody's about to save Stab him. him it's probably yeah. a here and yep. then he saves him and he's like oh and I'm like that kind of stuff
3: I, I, it, it felt <laughs> more
2: like like uh network TV like CBS yeah. NBC, uh, yeah. kind of like the, the the stuff that it, they it's really f- it's fake drama yeah
0: it's yeah. it's the
2: the fake drama always takes me out that's why i only i only watch prestige tv no i only <laughs> watch, watch stuff on like tv well i i just over the past like 10 years i've got to where i just watch netflix hbo you know things like that well, i don't watch a lot of stuff on nbc cbs because like because they have to dumb everything down characters say what they're thinking mm-hmm. instead of just using their face to emote mm-hmm. and then stuff like that happens where it's like this fake out of like i've made it past and i'm like oh no you have like
0: you obviously have
2: it yeah you obviously have it and for me, there were just a few moments like that. That's just a, the litmus test of like, or that's a, a symptom of the bigger problem. I think with the show is, it it, is. it's perfectly enjoyable, but mm-hmm. it keeps it from hitting those heights for mm-hmm. me that are just like, this is a transcendent so you know, the, piece of media. The
1: biggest thing that I, like what I would knock it for if I just didn't really just love Lord of the Rings yeah. um, was the fact that like, there are a lot of, it didn't feel like there were characters that were in danger.
0: There is a problem in this show with, or, with stakes or and danger. the only characters who were in, like, actual death danger. Basically, I didn't know anyone's name who died. And, like, there were a couple of scenes where they showed someone dying and it was kind of, like, slow and dramatic and I'm supposed to care about this. I don't, like, other than you were the other dude that walked into the town with Erandir. I don't even know your name, bro. Like, yeah. like well, I, I that, don't when, feel anything for this. When
2: Isildur's friend is underneath the, the thing the and shed, yeah. up, I was like, oh, the pudgy kid.
0: Like I didn't know his name. Yeah, yeah I don't know these people's I didn't names. Know his name, and I was like, "Oh no." Yeah, it's that was that was also pretty rough. He's not even that pudgy. It's just oh, the only descriptor yeah. I could come up with. It's just, like-, like it's Sildur standing there, and he's like a broomstick. So like this dude's pudgy by comparison. Yeah, you know. Yeah.
2: but there there were a few deaths that just felt like none of our main Whatever. cast or none yeah, of the yeah, and,
1: and that's kind of the thing is like you you need to have stakes for your for your characters, and if the stakes are not death then you need to have it's emotional, gonna, it's gonna stakes. Be emotional stakes yeah. yeah yeah and you know we have a, a good portion of our of our cast already that we know don't die
0: yeah they have so to, like like they have to make it the thousands of years well,
1: at this yeah. point,
2: yeah i think any prequel has that problem they do and so like for me it's like like we know, the Southlands are going to become Mordor.
3: Yeah, <laughs> you
2: know. So, like when it happens, they already it's not, kind of are. But it, it's not like a oh gosh, you mean the mountain exploded? Yeah, obviously. Where do you think Mount Doom comes from? You know, that's yeah. going to happen. Like, yeah, and, at some
0: point we have to have this this ring. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah.
2: And so any prequel story is going to have that uphill battle mm-hmm. of like making you. Mm-hmm. Worried about characters that you know survive, or concerned about the outcome of this area that you know is going to just fall apart and become Mordor. So it's it's they have to make the journey to get to that point really interesting, and I think this show did to a degree. It was very fun to watch, but Mm -hmm. it definitely didn't have enough to me. Didn't do enough with that journey to the points we already know things are going to make it just like incredible. Yeah,
1: that is completely fine, and I'd also add to. It's totally fine if you watch this show and you absolutely hated it because you are a, a Tolkien scholar and you love oh, yeah. every single thing about lore and that's totally fine. But, you know, it's also – that doesn't mean that it's necessarily a bad show.
0: No, and uh, a big point here versus, say, like Wheel of Time, right, which yeah. we – again, if you haven't listened to our review on that and you're interested, go back to check of it, Time it out. Wheel of Time
1: is objectively a terrible show.
0: Right. It contradicts the books and that's okay if you're making an adaption. But then once you get to the point where you contradict yourself within your own internal logic, that is a major problem. It's a huge issue. And we did not have that moment here. Mm
2: -hmm. No. I think they did pretty good with their own internal logic. Their own internal world.
0: I mean, other than just kind of the idea of it feels really small. Like people are just getting places like nobody's business. Yeah. Which that's fine because at some point – these all these events take place at different places you have to get them somewhere you can't just be like well hop on your friendly eagle transport let's go yeah. you know like that's just gonna be weird <laughs> yeah uh but yeah outside of that there's not a whole lot where i could just be like oh they're just butchering i mean they're yeah. there's some i mean like they're choices, likely because bo- but-
1: like, you know i only have so much lore knowledge but, you know, at the end of the day, I'm sure that they're butchering so many things. There are and, some,
0: there are some it, absolutely bizarre choices that were made that were, that are like lore related. Yeah. But w- it's kind of whatever. You just, it's just, we live with but, it. But at the end I of the day, feel like like they, who cares?
2: They might be setting up for something in season two some or kind three bait we don't know. You, we don't know. It's yeah.
1: not complete yet, right? Yeah. But yeah, that's kind of the thing is like at the end of the day, like if you find it entertaining, that's good. If yeah. you didn't, that's also okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So what about, so we, we season one's done, right? Yep. We've seen it all. What are your expectations? What do you think we're going to get in season two?
2: Mm. I think they're going to forge a lot more rings. <laughs> well, they have they to. They have to. They're, they're, <laughs> they're kind of they're missing a few, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think they're going to forge a lot more rings. Um, I guess, like, we'll see Sauron, like, slowly descend into being, like, a really, really bad person, right? Yeah, because, well, like,
1: right now, you don't really know what his motivations are because he was— trying to, like, you know, in his mo- like... In his own flawed way. In, in like, his own flawed way. Fix like, stuff, yeah like, unifying everybody.
0: Well, what I think is going to be, for me, the, the interesting storyline that's here, right, that's not something that I have any way of knowing how it goes, or mm-hmm. I have an idea of how it has to end, but mm. uh, is we have Arda, right? Orc father. Yeah. He's the one that made that land. Adar. Is it Adar? A- Adar? Adar. 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 Whatever his name is. Adar. <laughs> Whatever his name is. I don't care. Orc father. Yeah. Creepy elf. Yeah. He's the one that made this land what it is. Yeah. Right? And now Sauron is the one returning to it. Well, he is not the position of power, right? Because yeah. this other guy is kind of trying to be like, he's, he's actually trying to be a father to the or like create their own land, give them names, make them mm-hmm. people because they are, yeah. they were elves. Presumably we're following this lore. They were elves. So yeah. I think his storyline is wresting power away from our? Right. Now we have a conflict here mm-hmm. of two sources of quote unquote evil, yeah, where they're going to be fighting over the control of the land, et cetera, et cetera. So that's a whole separate story that we can we can look at and take place.
1: Yeah. And so I'm pretty sure I would assume that the probably the next season is season is probably going to hit on the, the downfall of Numenor.
0: Uh well if you want to follow it lore wise you that requires moving Sauron around. It does, because he's already in
1: Mordor. He's, he's at Mordor now, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So you, you have to get him all the way back from there back to Numenor.
1: Unless there's some way for, you know, he has you know, magic.
0: and He does. Because
1: it, it's a cataclysm for them.
0: It is, but it's precipitated by their choices. Yeah. It, it's not something where it's like, oh, we, 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 we opened the wrong lock or whatever yeah. oh it turns out this this drain is how the island flows you know it's not one of those <laughs> oh oh shouldn't have pulled that out
1: now i definitely in my mind i have no idea where <laughs> i would love that if it was like <laughs> uh,
0: oh, no. oh sh- um, <laughs> i have
1: no i have no idea where they're going with gandalf and nori well Absolutely they're
2: going to the no east idea. and there's
1: not a lot about the well, east in the token writings right
0: well, they're already they're already in the east. Like, they are already they're... in uncharted land, actually. Okay. Yeah. They probably did that for a reason, so they yeah. could do whatever they want. Yeah,
1: so it'll be interesting to see where they go with that. I'm not entirely—like, it's one of those things where, like, now that where everyone is like, yeah, this is Gandalf. Mm-hmm. Now you want to, like—it's like, I like I, do I need to see more?
0: Yeah. Right. Well, I also—they were going east. I didn't catch that. I think that's what I, they, I said, yeah, they said. Yeah, they, yeah. I thought, they said they were going east. I thought—because I thought east. they were going west. But I don't know. Presumably— Remember, always follow your nose. We'll get a map— and they'll they'll do dotted lines like we'll get to see where they get which i greatly appreciate even though i didn't like the
1: the, the title cards places.
0: i don't yeah. do it
2: once so the only title card that bothered me was at the end when it went from southlands into yeah that I was, like, that, was that was incredibly crazy. dumb. what is this I, <laughs> yeah I, very, that was the one time where i was like well,
0: what a yeah, what, what, what that was, a choice that was yeah, like, that was who, a very poor choice yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was rough
2: again i feel like that's dumbing it down for like people who either didn't see lord Could, of the rings and came see into this coming. cold or like You Know it felt weird,
0: yeah, because like
1: it's a big mountain on it's a volcano, it's a volcano. it's Mordor, yeah, we know it's Mordor. There's only one,
0: so so we have uh, (laughs) New Jersey, we have (laughs) like what Newark. Oh no, no, Uh, we have presumably Gandalf and Nori, right? We have that storyline, we Mm -hmm. have our Sauron returns to Mordor storyline, yep, we have something to do with the rings. Uh, I yeah, with with Balerion Galadriel
1: and Region, Elrond, and, yeah,
0: and Celebrimbor. Celebrimbor.
1: But then, then you also have like the, you know, obviously the the upheaval of what's going to happen with Durin and we his saw, father. We saw, we um, also
0: saw the Balrog. Yeah, they, already,
1: the Balrog is is already way too early in lore. That's fine.
0: <clears throat> oh boy, uh, yeah. There's like like yeah, two I or was, three
1: thousand years. Early. I was wondering about that. Well, but like, do they like, put it back it may asleep? Not be the same Balrog. <laughs>
0: It's well. It's hard, it's hard. It's yeah. hard to say that though because we have people alive right now who have to be alive at the end of the second age. Yeah. Who don't live that long. Yeah. Right. And in, and in Elendil and Isildur. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, he's they live longer than human lifespan, but we're only getting into like the two hundred, three hundred years here. Yeah. We're not like we. You don't have long to go here.
1: Yeah, because like just as a as an example, Aragorn is like like eighty something odd. He's 80, 80 in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so like, there the we have to have the final alliance of elves and men, you know, like within a couple seasons. I mean, with them still uh, alive. Honestly, if
0: if that's our like final season, like our whole final season is like the last alliance and like the battle on Dagolad and stuff like that. Like, yeah, let's go. Like, we'll get there. (laughs) Presumably, that's what it is. It has to be. You would think. Yeah.
1: Well, unless they do it, like, halfway through, and then it's stuff with Sildor and and him, like, uh, they, kind they, of, like, going corrupted go into by third the ring. Age. Well, he doesn't – that's not really – Well, he
0: doesn't really get corrupted
1: he by He gets betrayed it. by the ring. Well, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's still the same
0: thing. Kind of, yeah. But, yeah. like, you you have third age stuff yeah. there, yeah. You but could I, go I do, past.
1: I, I am worried with them revealing that a Balrog already exists mm-hmm. that, like, I don't know what they're going to do because, like, that's supposed to be, like – like, this is supposed to be, like, the Golden Age of the Dwarves because Mithril is found and that kind of stuff. Like, so it's, like, a, a a very large age of prosperity. And yeah. he's, like, in the chamber that they found that well, has all the Mithril.
2: Maybe they're—I hope what they're doing is not trying to do some memberberry stuff where it's, like, don't you like the Balrog? We'll have a Balrog. Balrog. I hope Balrog. what they're trying to do is just set up that, like, hey, in a lot of hundreds of years, this Balrog is going to be the one that— yeah, destroys things. Oh. Maybe they don't even get into it in the. Oh
0: boy, yeah. So Balrog pops up third age, yeah. almost two thousand. Yeah, that's what I was gonna like say. Like deep, thousands
2: of years, deep right. in the third age. But I couldn't remember it's not exactly. Like he when. doesn't exist in the second age, right? No, he's
0: he's existed since before. Like since before so, that's time. what I'm saying. The like years maybe of the they're trees, just showing
2: yeah. that like hey, just really hitting you over the head with, like, this is where they dig too deep. Yeah. And they get to the Balrog yeah, it's eventually. F- it's not very
0: far, though, because like, he dropped the leaf in there and the Balrog burned it. Like, I mean, it went for
2: a
1: while. It went through a lot of nooks and crannies. <laughs> it's
0: pretty deep. He's, snug. he's real snug in there. Yeah, but, yeah. you
1: know, he's... He- like, you know, his time scale of hibernation could be, you know, thousands of years. Yeah. And, you know, they could, he could just want to ignore them. For I'm giving him a pass
2: on that one because I just think that may be like they're setting up that this is the Balrog. Yeah. Eventually well, when they dig I, too deep,
0: he's going to be mm, the one. That, I think, you know. honestly, I think they're going to compress it because we already, again, like I said earlier, if we play with the, the lore game, Gandalf shouldn't be here until 1030. Yeah. Well, that's only another thought. Like, this is not that big a leap to just go ahead and say, well, Gandalf's already here. Let's just get the Balrog into play. And yeah. maybe that's a that maybe, maybe it's like the dwarves and the elves, you know, ally and, and try to like seal like, off seal the bond. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so,
1: this is the third time that Amazon has made a series off of existing material. So, we have, uh, we have uh Wheel of Time which was right. a bad adaptation was a have, disaster. Uh Rings of Power which is uh, honestly I think this has been a good adaptation. If, yeah. it's, if it's, it's
0: not it's necessarily a good a- adaptation, it's at least a good show.
1: Yeah. yeah. Right and so then we have The Expanse which like I don't know if either well, of you well, have hold, seen well, it. You can't stuff you can't I mean.
0: give Amazon all credit, right? Sci-Fi had that for a couple well, of years, yeah, yeah, yeah. a couple seasons um, before. They okay. were kind of they're already the, the gutters the uh uh, what are, what are they even, the, the bumpers? The bumpers <laughs> okay. were already laid. They couldn't go into the gutter because the bumpers but were that's already true. there. Yeah. But so, yeah.
1: but they like for the expanse, they changed a a pretty large portion of the source material.
0: Mm-hmm. To to like. But now, was that already sci-fi? Was that already baked in with sci-fi? Because I, mean, I know they changed uh, like basically your big bad was was the decision by sci-fi how um, it looks and how it works. Amazon
2: was what seasons. Four? Four, four, five, and six. Five and six. And six. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: So it was like, like there was a couple wheels in motion, mm. but then they went, they, they hit it even harder in four, five, and six.
0: They did, I mean, they did a good job with it. Yeah. Right. And they yeah.
1: did a fantastic job with it. And with a much
0: better budget. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's definitely one of those things where I think when we're looking at Rings of Power moving forward mm-hmm. to more seasons, uh, I definitely feel that they will likely fall into a good rhythm and it's going to hit its stride because the The first episode, or you know, I'll say the first season of a lot of shows, is always going to be a little rocky because you're having to do character motivations, mm-hmm. you're having to do character introductions, you have to you have to yeah. set the stakes. And right. now that we know what the stakes are and we know where all the major players are, now we can get into our real story. So yeah. season two; they can just go. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, and like we have we have a lot of threads laid, right? We have Galadriel and Galadriel, Galadriel. Galadriel. I hate you all. <laughs> And Celeborn, right? We, can yeah. have, we can mm-hmm. have her finding her husband. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of material, and, and they've laid the, the initial starting points yeah. for all of them. So, yeah, there's a lot to work with.
1: Yeah. So, I am excited to see how it goes. I wish it wasn't, you know, two years, but, you know, whatever. It has and, a uh, long break. Yeah. It's going to be a decade before the show wraps up. Oh, right. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, all right. Well, speaking of a decade before the show wraps up, <laughs> I do believe that is... All the time we have for this episode. Uh, before you go, though, if you would, take a moment. Leave us a like, comment, share.
1: Review. Love,
0: leave us a, love review a review on review. your podcast platform of yeah. choice. Preferably especially, iTunes. Especially iTunes. Preferably We love iTunes. the iTunes. But, you know, if you can't support on Patreon, which we would love, but if you can't, we always love a, a, a review, a like, a share, a comment. Mm-hmm. You know, share tell, it with your friends. Tell, yeah, tell your friends about tell it. Tell your or, mom about this podcast. <laughs>
1: join join the Cowards. discord we we love to yeah. talk we love to have just random discussions about stuff we're watching not even that's on going to be on the podcast yeah mm-hmm. it's uh, it's always a good time
0: yeah mm-hmm. so check it out check it all out at the website spoilersintendedpodcast.com but this is all the time we have for this episode so until next time i'm steven i'm andrew i'm ryan and every spoiler was intended.
2: There's, There's like, so many names. One group of elves saw the tree, stayed. One group of elves saw the tree and said, I'm good, came back. <laughs> one group of elves tried to go see the tree and didn't make it. One group of elves said, I don't even want to go see this I tree. I want to go there,
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs>